Hey, yo, Flip. Yo. I'm going to put you on some fire, man. They got this new bed wash company. They got the lotion and the, the everything. What's their name? They got a recovery room. It's What's out- the name? Maestro's, Maestro's Classic. G-Money's up front. I'll put, put you, you on, put you on man. Man. I'll put you on the you Maestro's, sure? man. You forgot the way I brought you? You forgot where I brought you oh, up there? Oh, man. You forgot? You forgot man. about Ghost? Oh, all right, Who is What's his name? Ghost. You know again? He cool, man. <laughs> Ghost is cool, man. Yo, make sure you get your Maestro's Classic Bed Care products yes. today at Target. CVS mm-hmm. or go on maestrosclassic.com and use the promo code QueensFlip to get 10% off. 10%, that's it? I thought, it was, I thought it was free if you put your... Are you crazy? All right, I got it. Make sure you go there today. Log on. Maestros with an S.com. I'm from Queens. G-Money! Yo. <laughs> Oh. What's up, man? Make sure that came over there. Bro. It is? Good. Is it flicky? Yes, it is. How you doing, G? I'm all right. How you feeling? A lot is going on. Of course. Oh, man. Of course. A lot, a lot, <laughs> a lot. The streets are talking, man. Yeah. Real quick before we get to our guests, can you do what's, what's, what's going on with you? you should, I heard that a lot of people, you know, they can't really find me. I'm, I'm, high, I'm in hiding. I'm in... Uh, Always in hiding. Yes. Yeah, you know, I'm somewhere overseas mentally. But where <laughs> are you, man? I mean, these people are running up to you. Tell me the feedback you've been getting from the interviews. Yeah, I've been outside. You know, you know um, it's summertime, so I'm getting a lot of gigs outside, DJing, different events. So, so I've been outside in the parks and barbecues and, you know, different different events. And people people stopping me from young to old. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's one uh, particular age bracket. It's like all, you know. Matter of fact, I did a, I did a, uh, I did a wedding about mm-hmm. a week ago, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> An older guy walks by the, the, the booth when I'm DJing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm thinking he wanted to request. He's probably like, I'm going to say... I want to say in his 60s. Okay. So he walked past me. He was like, hey, what up? He said, G-Money. I said, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Nice to meet you. I'm like, what song you want to hear? He's like, nah, nah, you from, um, I watch your show. I was like, hell no, get out of here. <laughs> so he's like, yo, I watch the show. I'm a big fan, man. Keep it up. And walked off. So it's like, it's all ages. It's not like it's just teenagers or young adults. It's like, you know, so people really tune in, bro. And so they say your food? Yeah, I'm definitely food out here. It's crazy. You know, oh, shout, shout out Killer Kev once. Kill my man. Yeah, <laughs> they stopped yeah. me in the parks. and like, yo, G-Money, you food, you food. So, you know, mm-hmm. definitely, I definitely want to, uh, you know, flip the script. It's going through a whole new journey, man. I think yeah. that we, you know, they say, I see videos. Well, I didn't really see videos. I'm hearing that, you know, like, there are other people that's doing it, but I don't think they're doing it like we're doing it. Nah. You know what I mean? I think that we're doing it different. You know what I mean? This is why, you know, people are saying, why? You know, I saw some uh, comments. Why you took down episode 92, the second part? Mm-hmm. And it was just looking crazy. And then, you know, uh, one of the guests was saying that, we were tag teaming on him, and I just feel like I don't, I don't have to explain anything to anybody. Right. I just feel like we don't want it to seem like the host, as hosts, that we're joining something to make somebody else look bad. Do you right. know what I'm saying? That's not what we're trying to do. It's not That's for not, the clout at all. Because when, when I did that, when I used to turn up, nobody wanted to come on the show right. based off of my pranks. Right. Queen said he's going to wild out and all. Now I'm going straight gun, and it's still. It's still, still, still <laughs> you damn if you do, damn you if you, you don't. You can't win. Damn if you do. Man, I'm excited about the next episode. This is a yes. deal coming up. I'm excited, man. It's, it's time. It's time. Uh, we're going to switch gears a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you went from one, 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 one squad to another squad. You know what I mean? G-Money. Yo. How you doing? You good? No, yeah, I see you getting ready. No, I'm not ready. ready. I'm not ready. You're not ready? Let, let, right. let, let them chill, man. Listen, hey, man, yo. real quick, man. Shout out to everybody who came out and supported this week. I, I had a back-to-school event, my annual joint. So that was, that was pretty dope. Gave out like 500 book bags to the kids wow. in the community. You know what I'm saying? Dope. So shout out to Sean Hart. Shout out to... Coalition Kids, 103 Precinct. Shout out to uh, 
Bridging the Gap. Shout out to, you know, everybody that contributed and helped out. Shout out to Tipsy Tomato. They brought out a bunch of pods for the kids. I heard that. And they donated I some pieces. I mean, I mean, you, so, you're so. making a difference. You're making a difference in society. You know, I'm trying to do what I can, man. You're making a difference in society, bro. <laughs> you're making a difference. You gotta whisper that. Only because they're looking for me. They ain't gonna find me. They ain't gonna find me. <laughs> Yeah. G Money. Yo. Episode motherfucking 102. Nigga, nigga we, we made, made it. it. Round of applause. Round of applause. The speaker on the bottom. Oh, okay. It's cool. It's cool with the round of applause. Okay. JR, come here real quick. We got to make sure we do it right. Because you know they're going to say we bias. We don't want no biasness. The speaker on the bottom is turned off. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Let's see if you can see it. Yeah, shout out to JR in the building. Right, round of applause one more time. G Tucker, he can hear it. There we go. Be careful. Oh! Yes. We got a special guest, two special guests. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to let them introduce themselves, but I'm going to tell you the names that I know them by. You know what I mean? Um, we got Pastor Benny. Can I, call, can I call you that? Yeah, absolutely. That's my title. That's your title? My man, Kano. Kano? That's right, Connor. what's up, man? Can I pull the mic a little closer to you if you if you want? I know you want to be all cool, Connor. Yeah, no, yeah. No, I'm good. I'm oh, good. you can sit smooth. Yeah, right, nah, nah, you can smooth. Yeah, yeah. Good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to be clo- a little close to you. Pull it forward. Because, yeah, yeah, there we go. Right, right there. And I'm going to have them introduce themselves. But these are the Latin kings. Mm. Can I call, Can I say that, Latin kings? Can I say Absolutely. That? Okay. Mm. Pastor, we start with you. Yeah, tell the people who you are. First and foremost, thank you for allowing us the opportunity to tell our story. Um, it's a for pleasure sure. being here. Um, sure. I do want to recognize our fallen brothers. So I want to take a few minutes of silence to respect them from all spectrums. Uh, Kings, we just I just found out recently from my brother Kano that we had lost um, two of the original founding members. There were 10 wow. of us. And wow. we I just got informed because I've been out of the light for quite some time. So I want to um, give them our utmost respect and give them at least a moment of silence for that. Of course. Um, also, some of the brothers from the Bloods, the Crips, all around, we got to respect them because these brothers, everyone across the spectrum put in that work, and we got to give them at least that respect. Mm-hmm. Okay. With that being said, um, we want to, uh, we're not here in any way, form, or fashion trying to diminish anyone. Everybody got their opportunity to tell the story. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I'm better known as Pastor Benny. I'm from East New York, Brooklyn. I'm one of the original 10. I'm in the manifesto of King Blood. You got a lot of brothers, certain individuals walking around here um, saying that they were the ones who were the founders. They was this, they was that. I was known as Benny Blanco, the Green Eye Bandit from East New York, Brooklyn. I'm one of the first original 10 members, actually the youngest out of all of them. Mm. And my name is in the manifesto. I'm also was, I was also the first HOS, the head of security all over the state of New York. And then I rose up the ranks within um, uh, the almighty Latin King Nation. And today I have one of the greatest privileges of any, but the best job bestowed upon any human being. <laughs> I have the pleasure of being a pastor and working with our community. But we are here to, um, to set some records straight. Um, and to tell our story, whether people want to believe it or not, that's on them. But the real ones right. that were there, they know, they can attest to that. And it takes it takes a man to admit the truth. So, you know, we're going to get a lot of comments and all that, but people are going to talk whether you do bad or good. They're going to talk. We but we're going to, <laughs> we're going to speak whatever we have to say. That's and fine. Introduce yourself, Kano, to the people. My name is King Kano. Uh, 
I wasn't one of the first. I came in, I was like 19 and 92. Mm. Um, I was locked up for a serious case and uh, I became a king of Rikers Island before all this mess was going on before that. I became a king in 92. Um, I positioned all through the jail system and um, basically that's really it, you know what I'm saying? But uh, we wasn't oppressing nobody. <laughs> before we get to that, you guys, yeah, yeah. before we get to let's that, go. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's go. take it. Let's take it back a little bit, you know, because we like to, to to get the full story from our guests. You know, what I mean, like we don't want to jump into it just to, okay. you know, the, 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 the spicy stuff. Let's take us back to when you guys were young, before before you guys were part of Latin Kings. You know, we you, we say you from Brooklyn, so well, no, he's from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Originally, from? I'm from Queens. I'm from okay. Woodside originally. Woodside? Yeah, Woodside. I was originally from Woodside. Then when I came home, my mother moved me out of there, moved me to East New York to get me up out of there when I came home. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I moved out. You know, I lived in the Bronx. I lived all over the place. Now I live in Long Island. Talk about you guys' childhood. Like, what you guys were into when you were, when you were kids, you know? You start? I'm a typical Dominican. Baseball, beaches, mm. Harley Davidson's. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. Very simple. Yankees or Mets? Yankees, diehard Yankee fan. You'll never meet another diehard Yankee fan better than me, man. Mm. Everybody, everybody who knows me knows that I'm a diehard Yankee fan. <laughs> so, so <clears throat> before, Carlo, before we get to you, Pastor, let me ask you a question. So, as a child in Brooklyn, did you grow up with both parents? Were you born in DR? Were you born up here? Like, what was your childhood like? Where were you born? Were you born here, DR? What was it? I was born in East New York, Brooklyn. Uh, my parents, uh, they are from the Dominican Republic. My father is from a, a small town called Loma de Cabrera. It's actually on the borderline between Haiti and the Dominican Republic. I, You know, literally, we, I, where we're from, where my father's from, we can mm-hmm. walk where you're at. We were deep in the hills. So now my mom, a uh, beautiful black woman, she was from the part of called, um, on the other side of the shore, a small town called Monte Cristi. My father was a high-ranking official in the Dominican Republic and married my mom, and that's how they got together. They hooked up, came to New York. They conceived me in the in the Dominican Republic, and mm. I had the privilege of being born in this country. Um, my childhood was pretty good. I uh, went to school, went to Franca K. Lane, um, baseball, uh, Skelly, um, mm. stickball, handball, you know, I was pretty good. I still got that mean ace, um, <laughs> as old as I am. But um, that was that was life, man. And it was all about, you know, no disrespect to the new hip-hop era right now, but we were all about, I was a, I was a part of the b-boy era. We were breakdancing, okay. um, you know, and DJing. We had a battle, we had a beef. We either took it on the linoleum floor we took it on the graffiti on the wall or we took it out on the turntables. Mm. That's what it was all about. It was back then you had a beef, you will knuckle it up, shake hands, and keep it moving. Some of my best friends, we, we our our friendship began with fights. So we had a normal, you know, um childhood, not traumatic or anything. My, I was raised with both my parents, went to school. One of my goals was to become the first American doctor in the Dominican Republic where we were from, unfortunately. Uh, life threw me a different curve, and you know we ended up where we ended up now. But we're still in the process of the human repair business, if you will. Mm-hmm. And right. um, it was pretty cool. And uh, you know, I can't, I, I don't have a right to complain about my childhood. I, it mm-hmm. was pretty decent, man. And I, sometimes I wish that I could 
go into a time um, rap machine and go back into time, man. I'm, I'm still an old dinosaur, man. <laughs> old school hip-hop, old school R&B. Yeah. And back then, things were real, man. It was different. The lingo was different. The respect, the level of respect was was there. Mm -hmm. You knew, you recognized real. You could smell it, man. And people respected that. But today, um, it's a whole different ballgame, man. Roger. You know? yeah. well, me, I was born in Manhattan. Uh, I come from a single mother home. My father separated from my mother when I was six. Uh, he used to beat her. I ended up in a woman's shelter with my mother. Ended up moving to Yonkers. Uh, we lived in Yonkers. I went to basically middle school and um, part of high school. Then I moved to the Bronx. Lived in the Bronx for a little while. Then uh, we found our way back to Queens. Mm -hmm. and basically, it was what he was saying. Back then, it was more on some breakdancing, graffiti. I was a little car thief. That was my thing. I used to steal cars. <laughs> how, did you, how did you learn how to steal cars? Uh, there was an old Puerto Rican guy on the block. His name was Pito. And okay. uh, basically, that's how I learned how to how to drive was in stolen cars. Wow. Yeah, when I was like maybe like 10, 11, 12, around that age, you was yapping the little 1.8s and all that back in the days. Is that mm. when you pull it down and the wire? Is that, did that really work? Nah, I used to go with, a, with the, pop the, the cylinder. And with a screwdriver, that's it. And that worked? the American cars was with the wire. The pulley was with the, the Toyotas. You put the pulley in and pop it, and that's Punto it. Ocho, right? Punto Ocho, right? Punto Ocho, yeah. 1.8, Toyota Corolla. That was the car. And then there was some keys mm. that used to just be able to wiggle in, and it would start. The old school Toyotas. You put a, a regular Toyota key in it. You wiggle it, wiggle it, and boom, it would start. So that was start. So, so, <laughs> so, and I have a question. So, did you know your father though? Did you? Were you yeah, yeah. Did you nah, I, mean, I know my have, father. Just, I mean, I had a relationship later on with him. I mean, okay. when I started getting into trouble in high school, they sent me to my country to live with him. My father's from Spain. My mother's from Spain. I was born here. So uh, you went to Spain to live with your father? Yeah, they had me over there. That's why I learned Spanish to write it and read it. But uh, they used to make fun of me because it was like all oh, the American, the Yankees. So mm -hmm. then I came back, and every time I got in trouble, every summer they would send me back. And, wow. He had hair back then. They were curly, yeah, long curls, long, long, long locks. Yeah, they were curly hair. back then. Yeah, that's when. What? So that's wait. my name comes from that. The Puerto Ricans used to call me Cano because I had light hair, so I used to have long hair. What does Cano mean? It's like uh, we said, like Canas, right? Like gray yeah. hair, gray like hair, light white hair, boy, white boy, you know? complexion white. Cause I look white. You do. You know what I'm saying? People confuse me for white. So that's but you're not. You're, 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 you're I'm Spanish. Spanish. So so and and I wanna. There's been a, a lot of talk, you mm -hmm. know, um, about Spanish. Now, to be Spanish, you have to be from Spain. If you're from what DR in Puerto Rico, would you be? I'm Caribeño, man. I'm from the Caribbean. That's explain that to I me. Mean, you're going through the technicality. I go a lot. I go through. <laughs> let me tell you something. My people call my show. <laughs> they argue and they curse me out, man. All right. The difference is there's Spanish, which are from Spain. Spaniards. Spaniards. Okay. Those are European, which is the language Spanish. That's the original language. Okay. Spanish. Not the original for the natives. I'm okay. just saying for Spain, it's Spanish. Got it. Then you have the Caribbean, which breaks down Dominican. You have Puerto Rico. Cuba. You have Cuba. But they all speak Spanish. Some of them still have their native tongues, but they speak Spanish. Then you have like Central American and South American. So Spanish is a language. Though it's because yes, of the Spanish, yes. Spanish is the language. Mm -hmm. Got it, got it. So everybody understands it, just different different dialects, dialects different, different slangs, words, different slangs. words, but it's a universal language. Mm. Oh, 
<laughs> it's like saying English from United States and mm -hmm. England. Okay, you yeah. You understand them, but certain words yeah, and certain yeah, yeah. accents Definitely are a little different. bit different, mm -hmm. but you still understand it. So if you really was in England, you understand. You go over there, you know how to ask for food, you know how to get around. Spanish is the same thing. I go to any country. I've traveled all over the place, so it's, it's in universal language. And people will immediately, they will identify you from your language. From your, uh, For example, the, um, the South Americans will identify who the Central Americans are. The Puerto Ricans and the Cubans... And the Dominicans, we already know who we are because we have different accents. You know, mm -hmm. we have different accents, we have different verbiage, we have mm -hmm. different lingos, mm -hmm. and but we all speak the same the same language. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> growing up, and I'm gonna let my man G Money uh, start it off, but I just want to say like, what? So what's before I get to growing up, I'm legit. Hispanic. What does that mean? I hate that word. Man. <laughs> so that is that is that I is hate that, that word. Is that an insult? It's not a. It's not an insult. It's not it's an like, insult, but it's like a derogatory term because, what? um, what we are called Latinos. Okay. Is a much more better. They got this Latino X now stuff that I'm still trying to figure that out. So if there's anyone who's gonna DM you, please help a dinosaur out, man. I don't know what that terminology <laughs> but, is. But when you tell us Hispanic back in the 60s, if you do the history with the Puerto Ricans coming here and the Chicanos in California, mm -hmm. you would have them, they used to use the word Hispanic, which was a compound word. Mm -hmm. Who's panic are we? And they used it as a derogatory term because they didn't understand the language, mm -hmm. they didn't understand the culture, they didn't understand, but they ate our food, they, mm -hmm. they warranted our, our, our services. But they didn't understand who we are. And then that's when they began with the terminology calling us Hispanic. Hispanic. And this was the, the Caucasians. Hispanic. Who's Hispanic are we? So so calling so calling you guys Hispanic is like calling blacks niggas. Yeah. I, oh, I, same, I, same kind I, of, I didn't want to use that I, word. I, I, don't, but, hold on, I didn't even knew that. No, I didn't know either. But I, I, I saw the way yeah. he the way he the way he took it. As soon as you said Hispanic, I see his face change, like yo no, like No, I saw I saw it too, but I didn't yeah. I, I didn't I wouldn't understand. take it that far. I take the terminology nigga to confer us to German. German, I take that word. When they say German, it's like me saying nigga to a black person. And that was the language inside, that was the culture inside Rikers Island when they were addressing us, oh. the Latinos, the Germans. Uh, but, Germans. But, but hold on, so, so wait, hold on. So why, do you think the younger generation know that the word Hispanic may be derogatory? Do you think they know that? Because well, very so people, seldom they use the word now Hispanic. Very seldom now if you you're see... Right, you're politically right. correct. Poli thank you. You'll see an application, you know, uh, Latino or other, you know, and now they they, they you took know, out the Hispanic. They took the out the Hispanic, but you noticed that. yeah, mm. but so, like, in mm. the beginning, from the fifties, sixties, mm. and seventies, within that era, that's when that terminology was, you know, took root. It was a point of departure for racism, if you will, mm -hmm. and you know, a lot of uh, our our elders mm -hmm. took that word as an insult, and they instilled that in us. Wow, never accept that. No, so but we were called like Hispanic or Spics back then. That, well, well, I heard that that's the word right there. That's where it breaks down. I heard that. Yeah, man. Hispanic, Spics. Spics. That's where it comes from. Okay. I didn't, yeah, that's, that's the root of it. That's crazy. Yeah, what? Man. Yeah, man. Oh, wow. So you guys, the proper terminology would be Latino. Latino because now you have a, a cultural context. You have a plethora of individuals now. Like, for example, when my brother Connor explained to you later, a lot of people don't know the history. They think automatically they will, they have a preconceived notion that he's already Puerto Rican. 
Right. But, uh, but they don't know he's uh, he, he's from Spain, and he, he's actually one of the, you know, the correct terminology, Spaniard. Mm. And some people look at it like we oppress the Spanish, the Spanish people. people. So uh, us as the Caribeños, <laughs> or you know, we're the Dominicans or Coplatanos. You know, we 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 don't take that as an insult. We take we embrace that and we're like, okay, cool. But that word, particularly that word Hispanic, that's a problem because of what our people went through back in the fifties, sixties, and seventies. Can, can I ask you a question, yes. real quick? And I want you to be as honest as you can. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I and hope so. This, yes, I, yes. I, that's, I'm, that's I'm half Haitian. I'm half Haitian, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. Sa you, <laughs> you, uh, speak a little bit. <laughs> so you don't speak Creole? Nabule. A little bit, a little bit, a little okay. bit. I was born here. But I want to ask you a question. I want you to be honest as far mm-hmm. as the Dominicans and Haiti. <sighs> I know it gets a little crazy. It mm-hmm. does because we were in, we did a show on the edge with Flip. And remember the, Domi- the, 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 the Dominican young lady? And face was having a conversation. Oh, right, right, right. At the, at the yeah, and, we, and obviously it's serious. But let me tell you what I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 32 years old. Mm-hmm. You can tell me different. Mm-hmm. You know, I just let me see. All I heard, I think it was a couple of years ago, that in Dominican Republic, they were attacking the Haitians, setting their house on fire, doing this and that and the third. This is what I heard. Mm-hmm. This is this was my my pre notion. Now, when I spoke to the young lady, she was saying that. Some of my people from Haiti were going to the DR and squatters. and squatters and stealing and doing a bunch of stuff. What is the truth? And I, I know you ain't going to be biased. You're past, you got to be real. Tell me what the truth is because they <laughs> the have history, the footage of, of, of them attacking. That's the, what history, the history between Dominican Republic and Haiti is a very had, sad history. Let me explain. At one time, we were called Hispaniola, the Dominican Republic and Haiti, La Isla Hispaniola. We were one at one time. Let's let's start with that. A lot of when you ask a Dominican who's a little bit darker than you, you tell them, "Oh, tú eres un negro." No, I'm not negro. Yo soy europeo. They won't accept the fact that they're black. Uh, but truth be told, whether you want to accept it or not, Haiti and Dominican Republic, we run through. Our, we have the same DNA because we at one time we were one. Now, during the era of one of the worst dictators of the Dominican Republic, a man by the name of Trujillo, and um, you guys can Google it. Or if, are we live or is no, this? No, we're not live. No, okay. no, we're not live. No. Okay. So whoever is going to watch it, they can Google it. Trujillo um, began to implement the same rhetoric that this orange buffoon is, is, is implementing right now. Hmm. He began to spew that venom of hate. In fact... Um, if, if my mind doesn't fail me and, I'm, and I remember correctly, my father used to tell me the story because he was a military man during that era. Trujillo would used, used to say, I will pay $1,000 for the head of a Haitian and the head of a homosexual. And that's when the hate began to arise in the country. And, and, and the rhetoric of divide and conquer was born. And that was, is what, the, out of that rhetoric, out of that labor, the fruit of that hate is taking fruition right now in our country. There's bad people on every side. No one's better than anybody. It's true. Some of the Haitians come over to the Dominican Republic for a better living. Some of them are not afforded an opportunity to make a de- uh, have a better quality of life, if you will. And people don't like that. People are thinking like what the same thing in this country. Mm-hmm. The immigrants are coming. They're taking your jobs. But you're not doing what these guys are doing. You're not cooking. You're not doing uh, the, the, the lawns. You're not washing the dishes. You're not 
you're, you're not putting in that work. So who's taking whose job? Allow an individual to have a, per, a, you know, a normal life. And right now, the new generation, it's sad to say, we are living in an era of knowledge, but drowning in ignorance, man. Because we, don't, we fail to do our history. If they knew what was happening back then, maybe they would not know what it's, you know, maybe they wouldn't be doing what they're doing now. I mean, all it takes, man, it happened in Germany with Hitler and the Jews. It took one man to begin to, to spin one type of rhetoric, a type of language, and people began to, to embrace that. You know, because you, you, you begin to give this, this false propaganda, and people, sooner or later, they start to believe it. And it's the same thing within the Dominican Republic. It saddens me as what's happening. My daughter is Haitian. I have a daughter with a woman from Haiti. And some of the people that I, that I mess with in, in Brooklyn are from Haiti, Jamaica, and Panama. Some of the most beautiful people I've ever met in, in, in my life, man. You know, and I'm still, it, it baffles me to the point that we're in 2019 and we still have that type of mentality, man. Talk, man. I appreciate it. All right, so let's, let's, let's shift over here real quick. Um, wow, that's, that's yeah, that that that, that caught me. Yeah. That, the, I the, can't top that. I can't top that one. The, the, the line he said about the whole um, knowledge is here. We say it again one more time. We are living in an oasis of knowledge and drowning in a pool of ignorance, man. Mm, that's real. I don't know how you can talk that either. That's, 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 that's it. Show's over. So um, let's get back to you now. You know, um, take us back. You said you were 10, 11, 12 years old now. You, you, were, you were stealing cars, running around. Like, what made you do those kind of um, things when, when you at that age? Well, my mother worked two jobs to keep us off welfare. Mm -hmm. And I used to basically run the streets because no one was there. Right. So I used to just go downstairs, and there was always something back in the days to find something to do. Mm. So you would always gravitate to the older dudes. Yo, you know, peer pressure, if you want to say it, whatever. But, you know, that's how it was back then, you know? You look for the older, or the father figure, or older right. brother figure. You go out, who's outside at 10, 11, 12, 1 in the morning? The older dudes. Mm. So, yo, come here. Shorty, yo, grab this car real quick. Da -da -da -da. And that's what I used to do. In the street, and this is a question for both of you, but in the street, when I was younger, and because, like I said, now I'm going back, you know, a lot of, I had an issue, and I'm going to be honest, I have a show, a live show I did called The Callers, and the, the audience used to say that they felt that I hated or I didn't like Spanish people because okay. I said that. I felt that. Spanish people shouldn't say the word nigga. That's how I felt because I'll tell you why. Before I learned that we all won in the history, when I was younger, when I used to go to the Bronx or wherever, Spanish people never used to say that they were black. No, I'm not black. They used to tell me I'm not black. That that's in, in, in my mind, I thought that that was, in my mind, I felt that that was a word that we, as black people, took and, and made it into a word of endearment. This is what I thought, but... A lot of callers called, cursed me out, like, yo, you hate it. Mm. But it wasn't that. It was just that when I was younger, growing up, this is what I saw. I love you see me and Popo, po, my man. Like, I got, right. it's not about that, but it was just that when I was younger, growing up, this is what I, they, they didn't 
certain people, certain people didn't relate or made it seem like to me they didn't couldn't relate with me. They were like, I'm not black, nah, I'm not with all that. That's why, I mean, so I don't know, where do you think that stemmed from? I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, when I lived in Yonkers, I lived in a black neighborhood. We mm. was the only Spanish family on the block. Mm. You know what I mean? So, you know, I don't know, I didn't know the difference. Back then, when I was growing up, going to school, I didn't look at it like, oh, he's black, he's this, he's that, because that's all it was around me. Even though I was the lightest skin person on the block, mm. I had the older dudes that always used to look out for me on the block, like I was telling you. Around the corners where the Puerto Ricans used to be, you know, there was a few of them on Elm Street. But on Ash, the whole block was black. You know what I'm saying? My first kiss was with a black girl. My first girlfriend was a black girl. So it's... it's. But where do you think that stemmed from as far as like... The N-word? Like when I always... I never used nigger. That wasn't a word. You would use that like on some hateful thing. Nigger? That's my nigger? That lingo picked up in jail. I'll be honest with you. I picked up that lingo in jail around that... Everywhere I grew up, you wasn't allowed to use that word. Black people didn't even use that word. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, when we was growing up in Yonkers, it was racial riots back then in the schools when they were trying to integrate the schools. So that word was more, you know, oh, you a nigga lover, or you this, or that. It was more of a white person would use that word. Blacks mm. didn't use that word amongst themselves in my neighborhood, where we was from. Because the older people would be like, yo, what you doing? Mm. It, it was a word that wasn't really used. Now it was used very commonly. It's like whatever. But the question I have is like, why when I was was it the certain people like? It's just the neighborhood you was probably around. There's okay. different people, different things. Like Understood. when I was growing up in the Bronx, the God bodies just talk. Oh, Paru this or or, or Jaku, like I was telling you. Mm-hmm. So there was racial separation back then in the lingo. Where it depends on the area you grew up in, wherever you was at. That's really what it is. Like you go to the Bronx, it's really mixed. It is it's very mixed. Brooklyn too. Brooklyn's mixed, but certain neighborhoods is predominantly Puerto Rican, predominantly Italian, predominantly black. Mm. So it, it all depends where you live Understood. is how that comes out. You know what I mean? It all depends on how you use the words or how you're trying to use it. Like if I see you and I'll be like, yo, what's up, my nigga? Mm. I'm not saying, nigga. I'm saying there's a term in them and like, yo, what's up? I try to stay away from that word because mm. people look at my skin and be like, yo, you shouldn't be using that because people don't realize I'm Spanish until they hear me talk or something. So, you know, but I try to stay away from that word. I'm of the mindset, and I'm coming from a biblical, from a biblical perspective. The Bible says that there is power of life and death in the tongue. Wow. The word, the N-word, which I refuse to speak it because every time I say it or every time someone says it, they give it life. If you understood, if, if, the, if our brothers and sisters understood the horrible acts of atrocity committed against our ancestors with that word, if they truly understood and they sat down and did their history, I guarantee you that they will never use that word. I don't care. You, can, you can't tell me that you're going to give me a plate of food and you're going to have the dog poop on it and say that this is a meal for you. Mm. Wow. That's the same way you're using that word. You're trying to make something bad good. It can never happen because there's a history... There's blood that's on the spread on the floor that's crying out from our ancestors telling us, you know, back then it was about respect. 100%. Back then, you know, you study the history in, 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 in New York City, particularly the greatest city in the world, 50s, 60s, and 70s, when the Mexicans came to Los Angeles, to California, when the Puerto Ricans came here to, to El Barrio. 
You know, everybody got together, man. Only the ignorant individuals who failed to do their history are the ones who are using that word as their anchor. And oftentimes, when you want to replace the word, the N-word or use certain, you know, every other word you want to drop, the F-bomb or something, that means that your vocabulary is limited. Limited. I heard that. Why would, why, why would you even... The N-word and the new word that they're using now derived from the old word. You can't turn something that's bad into good. You can't. Like you said with the word Hispanic. And Same thing. Speak. Why would you do thing. that? God. I mean, it's an offense, man. I wouldn't. I would never. That word will never come out of our again. There was power or life and death in the tongue. We need to change the cultural mindset of our new generation and teach them, allow, allow them the opportunity. Listen, man, this is what happened. I have an 18-year-old daughter, and she was going to a predominantly white school. I have three. I have um, a three-year-old. From a previous marriage, I have. A 30-year-old, 29, 27 from my first marriage. Mm. For my current marriage with the Haitian sister, she has an 18-year-old daughter. I'm the only father that she's, she's ever recognized. Mm -hmm. And she has beautiful, beautiful locks. And one day she came home, and she cut them all off. Because they were making fun of her. They were calling her mop head and everything. So I went, and I took her, and I sat her down in my office. I started doing the YouTube, started looking at the Black Panther movement, Diana Ross, all these beautiful women that were natural. Mm -hmm. And it transformed her. She says, wow, they used to wear hair like that? I said, yeah, mama, they used to wear it. And I sat her down and we said, and, and right now she's got her own YouTube channel. She's doing makeup strictly <laughs> for African-American Latinos, wow. man. Because she didn't know. She right. thought she was ugly. She thought she was dirty. She thought she was nasty. She thought she was disgusting. She was deplorable. Mm. Because people made her feel like that. But once she understood, and she's beautiful, man, right now. I see her, man. I'm a proud papa. <laughs> you know? That's dope. And it's up to us, man, to change that mentality. That's real. Yo, so let, let's talk about, you know, um, back to you again. And um, let's talk about now we, we, when you get incarcerated. How'd you first get, get, get locked up? How'd I get locked up? First, the first time, yeah. Oh, the first time? It was stealing a car. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> that was the first time. They let me go out the precinct. My mm. mom came, picked me up. Oh, uh, I don't even know. I was like 14. Mm. They mm. just let me go. Then I went to court a couple of times, and that was it. Mm. Um, then I think the second time was probably graffiti. A lot of my, my, a lot of my arrests was like dumb things, dumb things in the beginning. Mostly it was Grand Theft Auto. Okay. That was but really not, not, nothing crazy. You weren't out there fighting, shooting, and going, you know. Nah, I wasn't doing none of that in the beginning. I was just chilling. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really what it was. My first time on Rikers Island, I think the first time was an assault charge. Uh, I think it was like eighty-five. It's about eighty-five. No, eighty-six. I think it was eighty-six. I was still in high school. Uh, stayed there for a week. Got all odd, beat the case. Mm. Mostly it was just little bullshit cases, like to be real. Fighting in school, right. you know what I mean? Fighting on the seven train, going back and forth to school. We used to be beefing with the dudes from Corona. We used to be beefing on the train. Dumb things. Back mm. then, we, used to, we didn't really carry guns. We was carrying hammers and screwdrivers <laughs> and shit like that. We used to go to uh, 
was the school art and design and fight over there with the Decepticons and all oh that crazy God. stuff back in the days. <laughs> you know, me and Rockman's Monster had mad stories because, you know, he used to be a D-set, or he still is a D-set, shout out. Yeah. But yeah, bro, there's, you know, it was the dumb things, you know what I mean? When did you go to, what did you do to go in your real time? What did you do? What was I accused of? Accused, yeah, well, yeah. What, allegedly? Yeah, yeah, because did you- I you... was allegedly arrested for a homicide. And two attempt murders and an assault charge. I had 15 counts. And then... I was 19. 19 years old. Mm -hmm. In Brooklyn? No, in Queens. In Queens? In Queens. I was going to Sufton Supreme. Did you go to trial for that? I went to two trials. I got two mistrials and a third one. This brother right here made me cop out. Wait, hold up. We got history, brother. You just cast the whole up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you want you want to start? Uh -huh. uh. It's time it's time now. Let's get, let's get to it now. So hold up. So now you said you were accused, you had a mistrial. So you were accused of I was accused of a murder. Okay. Two attempt murders and an assault. Okay. Now and then the pastor, brother right here, asked you to cop out. Not like that. I know, but you know. Basically. I had a mistrial. First trial, I had 11 guilty, one not guilty. Mm. They came down from 20 to life. On the next trial, when I went to the next trial, they offered me 15 to life. I had six guilty, six not guilty. Mm. When I started picking my jury for my third trial, I don't know, I let him tell his part of the story, but something that happened in his situation he told me, don't play with these crackers. What they offering you, take that. And, and how much they offered you at the time? The last offer was three to nine. And you took it? I took it. What What made you convince, not convince, but talk, tell Connell to take that? Plan. He's my brother, man, and um, I had just blown trial. I was arrested, um, wrongfully convicted for murder in the second degree. Mm. I went to three trials. I was on Rikers Island for almost five years. I was fighting my case. Um, we were fighting for our lives, man. We wasn't, we wasn't even about that life. We was just trying to get home to our family, man. And here I am, um, falsely accused of murdering the second degree. I mean, I'm a young Latino, um, uneducated with the system, didn't have the luxury of obtaining a lawyer. I got, I'm fighting with the police. I'm fighting with the dudes on Rikers Island. I'm fighting for my life on, on, on the court. So I'll, my first trial was a mistrial. My second trial was a hung jury. The third trial, I began Monday, and I was found guilty of one, on Wednesday afternoon at murder in the second degree. Hmm. And they, 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 they tried to bury me in the system, man. They tried so, to bury me. So wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's so go. when I saw the brother in the bullpen, hmm. and we was always bumping heads because we were going at the same court. We were going to suffer supreme. And I told him, I said, Canito, listen, man. They just, they just put my lights out, man. If they're giving you something good, because I didn't have an offer. They gave me they gave me some offer, and they was trying to mess me around. And I said, you know, the hell with it. I never committed the crime. I'm going all out. Mm. And I told him, and when when I had that devastating blow, I didn't want him. And I had not, he was not the only one that I spoke to. I spoke to a lot of brothers. Listen, man, you know, don't play with these people. I'm 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 for me at that moment, I thought I was dead. So after our talks and stuff, um, he decided to talk. Because I, I wasn't trying to take it. No, nah, he wasn't. He wasn't. I was trying to go to trial again. Because dudes that were 
putting me at this scene was all incarcerated for multitude of crimes. Mm. And they were trying to use me as a scapegoat. So I was trying to roll the dice. You know what I mean? Because that, that was really it. I, was, I saw it. I was I ready to it. go again. I saw I it. I already picked the jury. I was ready to go. I had a newborn baby I was trying to get home to. And that's really what it was. But I came back and I seen him destroyed. And he was like, yo. Real quick, when you say wrongfully convicted. Oh, it's public record. I'm I'm in the process right now litigating my case. One of the individuals, years later, one of the individuals who falsely accused me not only ended up being in the same prison where I was at right across the cell. The victim's wife, the victim's mother, uh, he wrote an affidavit. Um, he was arrested. He's a Dominican. He doesn't know how to read and write. He was arrested for an illegal traffic violation, if I'm not mistaken, according to what he told me. And they had him sign a piece of paper in the 115 precinct mm -hmm. right there, 93rd Street and Northern Boulevard. They had him sign a piece of paper that said, we're going to release you. Little did he know that he was signing uh, a statement saying that he witnessed me commit the crime. And they said, they put my lights out, man. And later on, they caught some handguns and some stuff at his store. And he ended up in, in Happy Nappy, Eastern Nappy Nappy. And I was there because I, I was going to college back then. And when I saw him, he told me the whole story. And immediately he got on the phone. The victim's family, the victim's mother, the victim's children, the victim's wife on their own volition started visiting me. And they started writing letters um, of support and affidavit stating that I never committed a crime. I was nowhere near the vicinity. They didn't have no guns. They didn't have no DNA evidence. They just had his test, his, his um, um, statement and, a, and another statement by another dude that um, was around there. He was the neighborhood rat. And um, they put put my lights out, man. How much time mm -hmm. did, did you... My original sentence was 125 years to life. Mm. I went to... I When I was up north, I went to school. And I started... I went from a GED to a master's degree. I became a certified paralegal, earned my associate's degree. Started litigating my case. And they gave me, later on in 1997, they gave me something that's called a modification of time. In layman's terms is that we reduced your sentence, and this is public record, we reduced your sentence, and at the discretion of the court, we're going to reduce your time. And then they reduced it to 33 and a third to life. I continued submitting motions. I, I, I was hitting the court so bad that they had to probably vomit me out of the damn system. Mm. And from 33 and a third, they gave me 22 to life, from 22 to 15, and then I ended up doing 20. I came home in September 27, 2011. So how long it took you to, to get, you know, all, all that knowledge? Because, you, you know, I've read somewhere that you were on, dys on dyslexia as well before you went to... In, in, yeah, I was that. uneducated. Um, it took me at least approximately 10 to 12 years to get my education. Going from a GED wow. to a master's degree. Now I got my doctorate, and I'm currently going for my second master's degree right now. Mm. Yeah. So, that's crazy. The system is crazy. Yeah, the system is crazy. And, and the sad part about it, we were fighting each other and we were going through all these wars. And I'm looking at myself now, in retrospect, I'm thinking, if we all could have came together, that's how powerful we were. We could have fought the system. And we were, we're still killing each other out, out here right now. Mm. You know, back then, and, and, and what I saw with my brother Canito, I didn't want him to go ahead. And when he told me he had a newborn baby, I said, listen, man, I already lost mine. My wife left me for my best friend. I'm never whoa, seeing my family, whoa, everything. Whoa. You know? 
I said, don't let that happen to you, <laughs> man. Pastor, hold on. Oh, no. Don't talk, don't talk that fast, Pastor. She no. served me divorce papers while Pastor, I was waiting for I like, I like you a lot. I went to the church <laughs> looking for you, man, by the Barclays. Uh, uh, try to find you. Yeah, man. We can't let you talk that fast. Let's slow down. Back <laughs> up. What See, happened? Trying to go back. Best okay. friend? What, what in the world? How? Why? What happened, Pastor? Tell the truth. Listen, man, when you go up north, I mean, your friends, I mean, everybody plays Houdini. They, they do the disappearing. Everybody knows that. The only one who stood so by sad. my corner was my mom and my nephew's uh, and my nephew's mom, my little sister. They were the only ones who came through. How did you find out? Like, how did that, what was it? You oh, was in jail. God. How did you find Did they come up? Well, when, when we were, we were, they didn't know that I knew at the time. And the, the one of the times when she showed up, I was, um, I believe, in Shawanga Correctional Facility. I had just finished doing five years in solitary confinement. And she came, and he came, and then she brought me my kids. And with another friend, of, with our best friend, because we were all, we all grew up with each other. So when I told my best friend, I said, listen, do me a favor, take my kids out to the yard and give them some ice cream or something. I need to talk to them too. And I already knew. We were up north, there's something that's called FRP, Family Reunion Program. We were married. And she was supposed to show up by the trailer. I was in Auburn Correctional Facility at that time. My father had a friend up in Rochester, so he offered her the ride. She never showed up, so when I called, I spoke to my daughter. And my daughter was, what, six or seven years old at that time? And she said, no, Daddy, I miss you. I wanted to see you, but we were at Mommy's boyfriend's house. Mm. My whole world, my whole entire world shattered, man. It shattered. I mean... The hate was, was the emotional tsunami that was happening when I heard those words from my daughter. And I kept quiet. I said, put your grandma on the phone. And her grandmother confirmed it. I hung up the phone. So I, I focused my mind. I said, if I dwell on this, I'm going to go crazy. Mm -hmm. And I, I started doing stuff that I'm not proud of because I started taking out my anger on a lot of people. Right. And I had to focus and make believe that the world didn't exist so I could fight for my freedom and continue because I said, I'm not dying in prison. I'm not going to be another statistic. Mm -hmm. And um, I just went forward and started litigating my case and doing the best. I started going to school. You know, I was, you know. Watching you talk about it, I could tell it, 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 was, something, it, was, it was a tough blow. When you spoke to them both, what, did they admit it to you? What, how were She you put her head down and... Um, took me seven or eight years to forgive them. And then after um, I sat down and I wrote a letter, I wrote a 10 page letter on the yellow, um, I don't know if you guys know, but the inside, you, you guys the legal know, pads. the legal yeah. pads. <laughs> Back and forth, I, I wrote a 10 page letter and um, I told him, you know, I forgave you, man. I forgave you and I forgave him. And you know, right did now I wish you- Did they ever apologize? No, or? there's no need. No need. No need. So me, because I, I'm not going to give them the power to hold that over me. So I had to le release that. That was self-reflection. Absolutely. self-reflected and you understood that I can't hold on to this. Because here's why. Sometimes, you know, as men, we, we, we play these psychological mind games. We become egotistical. And it, it was no way, form or fashion, I should have expected her to do the time with me. I mean, she was young. She was beautiful. You know, we were at the prime of our lives. We had our apartment. She was pregnant with my son, Michael. My daughter, uh, Jocelyn, was uh, like a year old, and she didn't know that. So me being snatched away from them caused a traumatic experience. And then when I was going to trial, I found out from her father, may he rest in peace, that 
when she found out the guilty verdict, she threw herself in front of a bus with my daughter and my son. Mm. And still, she's never been the same. And that compelled me, you know, because, you know, I love them, man. That was my best friend. That was, everybody can tell you that me and this sister, we were like the best, man. And when I, when I found out, my whole world shattered. And then I had to numb that. I had to forgive them, let that go, and focus on my freedom. And fight for my life, and, and and you know, and by the grace of God, here I am. So, um, so <laughs> damn. So I didn't expect to hear all this type of type of stories. I um, mean, the reality but, of it, when you're doing big bids, you can't expect a woman to stand by your nah, side, you because yeah. if you do, like I'm gonna keep it real. Look, my first offer was 20 years. Mm. When I was waiting for the verdict on my first trial, my wife was there with my childhood homegirl that they grew up with. So I'm thinking they didn't support me. When I turn around, she hit me with my divorce papers. Mm. Mm. And my first trial, while I was waiting for a verdict. Can you imagine the trauma? Waiting for a verdict. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? So imagine the mentality, I go back to the cell with that type of stress that you're looking at 20 years. Right. Well, more than that, their offer was 20. So imagine what they was going to hit me with. Mm. And now she trying to peel out. You know what I mean? So it was, it's jail. If you expect to keep your sanity, you like the walking dead in there. Because mm. honestly, you dead to the world. You know what I'm saying? Everything keep moving. Kids, everything keep yeah. going. You in there, you still stuck in the same time frame. And all the feelings you had before you went in there, you still got all those feelings, all the anger, all the things. So you in there stuck yep. with those feelings and with those ideas that whole time. So if you... Going in and thinking that a woman's going to do 20 years with you, 30 years with you, there's something wrong with you. Now, if you understand, listen, you're going to hold me down, man. Whatever you do out there, as long as I don't know about it, it's all good. Just keep holding me down. If you got that type of mind friend, then you're right. good. And if you she gotta, doesn't, because you got a lot of good women that, that mm -hmm. really do yeah, do the right thing. Like my wife right now, she was my best friend. When my wife left, she did the bit with me. And I'm still with her. Mm. And we going on, what, 20... 27, 28 years. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Married. I got two kids with her. So she came and did the bit after that. But that was just my homegirl at the time. You understand what I'm saying? When right. my wife left, me and her were just cool and it just kept going from there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, she, I remember when she, when I called her one time to speak to my daughter, she said, I miss you. I said, No, you don't. You missed the bus to Auburn. Get oh. ready, Max. Get ready. <laughs> Uh, left that at that and just hung up and continued to do my bit, man. When okay, let's get. When did yeah. you first join the Latin Kings? Oh, the good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's time. Let's get to it. It's time. 1986, man. 1986. That's a good year, man. That's, that's, you, know. you were born that year. <laughs> get out of here. That's okay. How, what, what happened? How did you join the? You know what happened? Well, right um, my story is a very peculiar story because I'm Dominican. Okay. And very rarely did you see at that time, you know, a, a Dominican joining what they call a Puerto Rican gang. And actually, it was not even the, the original uh, founder of the Latin Kings in Chicago. It was actually a Chicano. Right. Um, you know, and, 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 and King Blood is Cuban. You know, so when we were up top, uh, we had beef with the five percenters. Five percenters were, you know, they were... Um, oppressing a lot of the Latino brothers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the gangs wasn't, you know, the Latinos was not united that much at that time. 
And um, King Blood, you know, he got together with a couple of us and we spoke, we sat down, we said, what the hell, we put it together. And it was, we started out with 10. We just, there are eight of us who are from the original 10, there are eight of us who are alive, two, we just lost two of them. May they rest in peace. Mm. And um, we were few, man. We wasn't, we wasn't thousands by the thousands, man. We, we were few and we held it down. We, you know. So, 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 okay. So King Blood started the Latin Kings. In, in, New, New, York York, City. in New York City. In New York City. City. In New York, New York City. State. New York State. So the Latin Kings was already established in Chicago. Chicago. The history of the Latin Kings, they became as a political movement when um, Pedro Albizo Campos was trying to run for office in Chicago and he was looking for the support of the Latinos. Mm-hmm. And um, the Latin Kings back then in Chicago, they were with the mindset of, you know, revolutionizing an entire world. You know, they were down with the political movement. Mm-hmm. And that's how they started over there. Um, fast forward several years later, decades later, if you will, here in New York, King Blood saw the oppression of the Latinos. And he saw and spoke to a few of us that in his eyes or in his mind, you know, said these dudes are thorough. We sat down. We had a, uh, a conversation, and um, we said, "Yeah, let's do it. We're not going to accept this. We so, definitely not going to so accept this." So you said this. that. So, so who gave him? Who gave King Blood the permission? O- Nobody. Well, in fact, um, in fact, <laughs> if I, if I remember correctly, um, when we first started coming up, um, the brothers from the motherland, we called it Chicago. They came out here. They came out That's here deep. Mm-hmm. They came out here deep. And they stepped to us. They stepped to us. Um, they wasn't coming here to play. And let me tell you something. Chicago's a different different monster. For those um, who, who know what Chicago really was back in the days. And still is a different monster. So they came and we sat down and um, we met at a neutral ground. One thing that they respected that we never backed down. And we recognized that we... we we were wrong. We, you know, King Blood recognized that um, he didn't have permission, and it was one of his brothers. Actually, his brother was one of the original from the motherland, and came with the concept of Latin kings here, and gave it to Blood, and Blood went went forth. And when we sat down with the brothers and sisters, they gave us the green light. Yeah, but sat down in prison or outside? no outside. They came outside. Yeah, that's different. Blood came from Chicago. He was a peewee in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he didn't really... Peewees are young. He was like 13, 14, whatever. He was young in Chicago mm-hmm. running the streets. So when he came to New York, he didn't really have the knowledge, understanding what was going on with the nation. He just had the concept of he was a younger. So when he started in a prison, he didn't have permission to start. Mm-hmm. He didn't have permission to start when so, he started it. So he just sat at the table. So because what... What may what were y'all going through in the prison system? Because we hear the stories of oppression, but then I heard that you guys were being recently. I heard that you guys were being we oppressed too, oppressed as well. Oppressed no, too. no. But who do who, who who are they saying that we oppressed? Predators. They're saying that, no, no. They saying that the, they said that 
the bloods were outnumbered. Well, the warden. Okay, you got to go before that. Let's let's before yeah, let's go you before go to that. the let's go to the story before the bloods. Yeah, tell me. Te- let's te- go to the story I'm because the real beef I, I, was yeah. with first was the five percenters. We we, okay. we started the beef. You had two different kind of five percenters. You got okay. regular five percenters, then you had the renegade five percenters. You got five percenters that would teach and build, and try to bring you knowledge, understanding. They try to bring you the one twenties. Mm-hmm. They would try to teach you that. Absolutely. Then you had. The renegade ones that was like, yo, son got a chain. Yo, what's up? We're going to go get some. Yo, son got sneakers. Son got this. So now you got to understand who was the target, mm-hmm. the minority. We was the minority at the time, Latinos. So so, so you, you being in prison, or mm-hmm. you guys remember before you, that, that, that the, 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 the Spanish were being, were you guys being picked on? Like, what, what was. Absolutely, we were being picked on. Absolutely. Not everybody. Not, but I'm going to break it down. Listen, let, let me break it down the best way. When we was first coming to prisons, the biggest blocks that was holding everything down was the Jamaicans. Mm-hmm. The Jamaicans had, because remember back in the days, in the 80s, remember all these movies and everything? Steve Cigar. Steven, all the Jamaicans. <laughs> used to go to jail and it'd be like a thousand Jamaicans. Boom, 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 all this crazy stuff. Everybody from the spots. <laughs> they was getting, listen, I'm just keeping it 100, baby. Don't make effects like that, bro. I'm going to start hitting the wall. <laughs> Blood clot. <laughs> you had the Jamaicans. Listen. Big things are going in the city. <laughs> Yard boy. Yeah, Yankee man. Yeah. But the Jamaicans had things. I'm not even going to lie. They had, they had, the, they was yeah. really the big thing besides the 5 percenters. The Muslims, I'm not even going to consider them part of it. The Muslims do what they do. But gangs, what they consider gangs, the 5 percenters and, and the, the Jamaicans. Jamaicans. Mm. What was the Jamaicans gang Particularly called? the Smokes. The Smokes. The Smokes. They used to throw something or some some whatever, like if they were smoking weed or whatever, it was called the Smokes. And they were deep. They oh, were yeah, deep. they were deep. The Jamaicans were deep. They were deep. The Jamaicans and they was were putting deep. that work in. The Jamaicans were deep. And you messed with one, you was fighting you all was of fighting them. You was fighting the whole tribe, all man. All of them. They didn't play that. They got the same mentality that Latins have. they family-oriented. They're all from the yard. Somehow, bro, you messed with one, it was like forming Voltron. So that, that was so, so those... That was the original beef from Rikers Island after it transformed from the five percenters because mm-hmm. the five percenters started losing, started losing the momentum. And Rikers at the time in the early nineties, it was That's the Jamaicans. Who's the, the, the Jamaicans? The Jamaicans, the Jamaicans were strong. The Jamaicans were strong. So that got West guys, Indians, Jamaicans. You had to respect them, man. You have to respect them. They they had the mentality, man. And the Trinidadians, the Guyanese, mm. all of them came under the Jamaicans. Mm. And they was they was powerful, man. They was powerful. They were deep. That's what made you guys join create the Latin Kings in, in New York. No, no, no. The one that started because of that was the war with the five percenters. But and okay, but let's go back. Like you said, so the Jamaicans now. But what made, in your opinion, you can't you know speak for the smokes, but what made the Jamaicans? Were the Jamaicans picking on you no, guys? It wasn't no. a picking. No, it wasn't. They a just dominated. They just dominated. All right, let's put it like this. If you hit HDM, HDM has, was uh, was it 80 people, mm-hmm. 80 cells, mm-hmm. three phones? Mm-hmm. 80 people, three phones. You think everybody's getting on that phone? I don't know. I would assume so, they would. You would assume that 80 people going to get on that horn? Mm-mm. It's, they're supposed to. We're not talking about supposed to. We're okay, talking no, about reality no. of it. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. So the biggest problems in jail was the jacks. the jacks. You pick up that phone, it was like a house phone. You could stay on that phone eight hours. There was no time limit. So that phone, that horn, 
is what was the major drama. You know what I'm saying? So when you come into a house, first thing you want to do is let your family know where you at so you can get a visit. Mm. Now picture another man telling me I can't get on that phone. And he not use he, he don't got a uniform on. He a regular inmate. You think I care what color he is? I'm going to get on that phone. Mm. My lights is about to get turned out. You think I'm worried about catching another case or catching something? You're going to let me on I'm that phone. I'm going to die in prison. I got You're no going to let me on that phone. That was the beef, was the phone. The phone was the beef. The Jamaicans, it wasn't really the robbery thing. Jamaicans wasn't really on that robbery thing. They would, they, they did whatever they did, but it wasn't. It was more the oppression of the phone and the domination. You couldn't get on that phone. They had the shit on smash. So that was really the beefs that started creating the beefs was the phone. That was the beefs with the Jamaicans. Now picture you coming back from Rikers Island. You get up at three o'clock in the morning. They throw you in the bullpen. You spend hours there eating a bologna sandwich. You blow trial, your light's done. And you coming back to the house and you want to tell your people, you know, you're trying to make the next move to see what my lawyer's going to do, what, you know, let's prepare this appeal, come see me or anything. And you're not able to get on that phone? Ain't no man alive going to tell me that I'm not able to get on that phone. So mm. it started with the phones. Yes. That was the biggest beef from the biggest beef. in the night. This is before, we talking about pre-bloods. Okay, pre-bloods. Bloods didn't even bloods. exist at there that time. There was no bloods at the time. And if there was, it was probably one or two, and it was from L.A. From L.A. And they rocked with us because they was under the People Alliance. Yes, the People Alliance. What, what, oh, wait, wait, hold on. Okay, okay. What's that? That's a coalition that was made out of Chicago with the Peoples. The Peoples, you got Peoples and Folks. You got People Nation, we you got peoples. the Folk Nation. Folks everything that's under the five-point star. Everything that's five, pops five. Five alive, everything six will die, Peoples popping, Disciples dropping. Yeah. So the Bloods, mm -hmm. the Bloods was under that five-point banner. So wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's, because you know you guys talk fast. So because you, you good talkers, I gotta slow you down for me. Mm -hmm. Who came up with the People Alliance? That's in that's in that Chicago. Was in Chicago. That's that in the seventies. Had nothing to do with New York. That's got nothing okay. to do with us. So, but they came here and we respected that. You respected that because it's in our lessons. Absolutely, hundred percent. Okay. So the people and 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 who did it consist of though? You had at the time Vice Lords, you had um, Traveling Vice Lords, you had the El Rookins, you had, um, who else at the time? The Bloods, P-Stones, Black P-Stones. Those were the peoples. Uh, Black Panthers. And then that's as far as for the five. Everything yes. that pops five. And where, do you, where does the five, where does that terminology for the five come from? Right under the five, what is that? Like, is it... Is there anything special about it? It's a star. It's just the end. There's a star. It's a five-point five star. Five-point star. What's the meaning of a five-point star, though? It's the crown. It's the crown that's, that, that affiliates all of us together. Got it's it. It's a symbol. It's symbol. like, um, it's, a, it's, it's an emblem, if you will, mm -hmm. of these organizations. Like these the families. six, everything they do is three and sixes. We do everything is five. Everything is a five. Got it. Wow. So now... <laughs> Which is like T. Rogers took it from Chicago to L.A. Mm-hmm. And that's the Peace Stones, which later on became what they became, the jungle, the different stones and everything, but originated in Chicago. Understood. Mm -hmm. And they're under the People's Alliance. So let's fast forward a little bit. The phones going crazy, Jamaicans. You remember, do you remember, bring us to the day that King Blood came and said, yo, what were you doing? How did it come? Was it a kite sent? 
How did that whole conversation happen? I was um, I was actually playing uh, handball. We just came from commissary. Everybody's flossing. You got you eating your you know your little ice creams and stuff. And I'm playing handball, and I was approached by um, this Cuban brother. So they were watching me. I had um, two days prior to that, I had gotten into a fight. This dude tried to come at me, and um, I had hit him up. And uh, at that time, there were very few Dominicans at that time. And uh, he said, he said, Shorty, you got a lot of heart, man. And I just said, oh, you know, it is what it is. I'm just, you know, trying to survive here. So we had a conversation, and they had invited me, and then they showed me the concept of bringing all the Latinos together. And I said, wow, man, that's pretty cool. And I saw what was happening at that time. I said, I'm with it. But what did you see, though? After you saw the phone, you saw what you get getting robbed. Like people what? were getting robbed. People were getting jumped. People were, you know, you come in with a chain. Back then, you could rock your jewelry back then. I heard. And um, dudes were getting snatched. Um, we had expensive sneakers. You had expensive boots and stuff. And people were just taking it off for of you. And, you know, we were herbed. We were herbed. And I said, you know what? I'm with it, man. I'm with it. What and we got to do? And you you witnessed the Latino. Absolutely. Being, and these were by the Jamaicans or the? No, uh, we were by the 5%ers. Just the 5%ers. The, the Jamaicans, yeah. we, we made that very clear. You did. Jamaicans wasn't on that. They wasn't on that. No, no, he said that. Yeah, they said, wasn't on me, that. Pardon me, pardon yeah. me. You did make that clear. So the 5%ers were more like being... But I, when we say 5%, I need you to understand what Please my explain. brother broke it down. You had the righteous 5% of that. They wasn't about that. That teaches you. He did teaching. say that. Yes. They, they, they will build you up. You the, have the, the righteous brother. Then the renegade. You know what? They had the poor righteous teachers. Mm -hmm. These brothers wanted. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they, they were about education. They were about black pride. They were about rising the people mm -hmm. and, you know, going against the man. But then you had these young kids that came under them who, you know, it was back, back then it was cool to have... A, a, a moniker like knowledge or see Allah or something like that. It was cool because, mm -hmm. you know, because of Rakim, mm -hmm. you know. And so these young cats used to come and they had that type of mentality and they were the ones who started that stuff. And in our eyes, we categorized everybody as one because you're a part of that. If you're a part of that and you allow that to happen, then you got to get it too. Mm. And that's how we transformed. And he said, the, he said the renegade. The renegade five percenters. Okay, so you sit down. We need to make that clear. Make it, yeah, make it clear, yes. Please, okay. Make it clear on camera. Yes. So, Because we don't want to categorize. You had these five percenters that you were, they were the epitome of true manhood. Understood. Of what Malcolm X and these brothers who stood up to the system, they were the epitome of that. Mm. And we wanted to emulate that. Mm. But we didn't have enough fortitude to rise above our confusion to follow that. And then we saw these young cats coming in and trying to, what, what was the word back then? Herb us? That was, that was the word? They tried to herb us. That was a Vic. Was you know, Vic. it was a Vic. And, you know, we saw that. Son, and, son. and if you couldn't correct that, then anybody associated with that, you getting it too. So, okay. So, you witness that. You have a conversation. And King Blood says, we're going to be called Latin King. Mm-hmm. He drew up a manifesto. He drew a he, manifesto. Because remember, he didn't get permission at that time. Yeah. So he freestyled the man. Can mm -hmm. we say that? He, he took what he little bit he knew. The little knowledge, knowledge that he respect, knew. And respect. added on to all of that. Yes. Okay. And and these were the guidelines and bylaws that we had to adhere if you wanted to be a true king. And in, and in that concept as well, 
you know, there was some Latino pride, man. Mm-hmm. You had black pride. Yeah, so where was our pride at? Who were we? We were we mm. were we were ghosts. We didn't know who we were. Mm. And then he brought in the concept of Incas. And the Incas, if you uh, you you do the history, they the were Native warriors Am- and Tainos. Yeah, man. But the Native American. Yeah. yeah. So they they actually yeah, they they're considered Native Americans. But okay. the Incas and the Tainos, the Sibonese, you know, these these were warriors, man. And mm. when that mentality was attached, we was like, What? I want that. I want to be a part of something. I this is be before the Bloods, right? This is way before, way the, before the Bloods. Bloods didn't even exist through that, man. Mm. They were nowhere near around that. Mm. If you had, again, as I reiterate, if you had them, there was one or two, and they were from L.A., right? not from New York City. No, so are you able to um, divulge or describe what was on the manifesto, or that's... Private. You know that's private. You know that. Just, I try to try. I try to tell, tell my man to ask that. You know, I want, I want him to ask that. I didn't want to look crazy, man. I didn't want to get shut down, man. I'm gonna tell you two things that's part t- of it. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you actually three things that's part of it. That's a common law. That's common knowledge. Fast is funny. No extortion. No robbing. No rats. And no man on man action. No rats. And no rats. So you just gave us four. He gave you. I gave you three. He gave you one. <laughs> Can't eat cheese, man. Can't eat cheese. Mm. No man-on-man man action, buddy. And I'm saying it the politically yeah, correct we, way. We have to because that, I, that's why. Flag, no man-on-man man co- action. Thank you very much. Yo. No robbery and no extortion. Hmm. No, so, but no robbery and no extortion to whom? Amongst to each anyone. Other? Wow. To anyone. Blacks, whites, it's out. So who? So who painted the imagery? Because you know you, what you're telling me. Because you got predators. Let, let me tell you something. Jail is broken down into different individuals. Prey or predator. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. You got dudes that are predators. Mm-hmm. You got dudes that are real. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Gangsters. You got the fake gangsters. Mm-hmm. You got the regular dudes. And then you got the victims. Mm. Now it's all up to you which one you're going to be. You understand what I'm saying? The predator's there. To, you got kicks. You got boots. You getting drugs. You getting whatever. He on you. Now the real dude is just on him. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? He's just doing him. Doing his bit. Then you got the dudes that sell the fake wolf tickets. Sell gangsters. They're talking, and then when it's time to, time to get busy, it's a whole different story. Hmm. But what confused me is that when you hear about the Latin Kings, or, with those principles, you just, you guys wouldn't really be in any trouble because those are principles. No Why not? Extortion. If you come and rob one of my brothers for their chain, what you think I'm going to no, do? No, of course. No, what I'm saying is that the imagery that was painted was that you know, you but they're coming. Boys. You're talking to people that came in '93 and up, July '93. That's when the Bloods formed in C73. We're talking pre. You gotta understand the jail system at the time between '91 before '91, '92, '93 was predominantly Jamaican. The Latinos started getting picked up by the boatloads because of TNT. TNT used to come and raid a block and pick up 50 Puerto Ricans or 50 Dominicans, 50 whatever. The next day, they was calling Puerto Rico and bringing the people back out here to flood those blocks because they wasn't going to lose 100,000, 40,000, whatever they was making on those blocks. So now you got these dudes that don't speak a lick of English getting picked up, coming to prison, don't know how to say anything. So guess what's happening? They're the victims. They're the victims. Mm. So, So now... Latin King started. Uh-huh. Got the manifesto. Uh-huh. Right? What happens next now? What happened next? Like you, They fought you, the first big war. 
which was in the summer. That summer in Collins against, I think the first war was against the Muslims, right? It was against the Muslims. What happened? You, you Wait, before that, hold on, my Before that, you know, with the Bloods, they say that, you know, the, the, the joining, they had to bring someone home. Like, how did you guys bring people home, so to speak, for Latin Kings? How did you get people to join in or... What was the initiation process, or you know? What I mean? It wasn't for everyone. But we, you, we, 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 no, it was, it wasn't for everyone. But wait, um, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Remember what the warden said that, the warden said that, or, from his belief that all you had to do was be Latino, Latino to join the Latin Kings. They didn't really require. I don't Who know. Said that? That's Bailey said Bailey. Bailey. Yeah. Well, I want to ask them personally because. But that's not necessarily now, true you know. because us, we had the five Caribbean islands. You could be Jamaican and be Latin King. We got Jamaican Latin Kings, mm. Haitian Latin Kings. That's right. So it was the Caribbean islands. People are forgetting that. See, y'all don't know the. Uh, you could Google the lessons. I'm not gonna break down the lessons. I'm pretty sure you Google them. You'll find it, mm -hmm. and you're gonna see the, the the five point star. And in that five point star, you got Haiti and Jamaica and the Caribbean and um the Caribbean islands on there. Besides Santo Domingo, Cuba, and Puerto Rico, that was the original foundation of the five point star in New York State. Mm. You had to be not from out here. You could be black Jamaican, you could be black Haitian, you could be black Cuban, Panamanian. It wasn't like that. But the, you had to come under that fivefold banner. You had to come under that banner. That's that's it though. It was no. That's it. There was no process because what, what then they were saying you had to get to get food and you had, you had to, you know what I'm saying. Listen, you you people gonna say whatever they yeah. want to say. No, I'm saying that that's for for. What their, I'm saying they have bloods, certain things saying, I can't they, speak they, for they the bloods. Do their own mm -hmm. They so did what they, they did. They did what they did. But as for us, you this, had to be thorough. You had yeah, to put you in. You couldn't just come in. And you just can't just come in and get crowned. We, you know, we would observe you. We yeah, would observe that's what I'm you. How you conduct what, what, yourself, how you, how you carry yourself. And yeah. then we would approach it just like they approached me. Okay. You know, um, I was I was neutral. I wasn't, you know, with no gangs. I was just graffiti kid. I'm, I was down with this crew called CYA, Crazy Young Artists, out from Queens. I'm, I'm, and I was my, beefing my, with his crew. He was that, but he was TA7. He was from Woodside. <laughs> and um, my moniker was Meek, M-double-E-K. Everybody knows me with that name. I was just a graffiti kid, man. And when I came in, I wasn't having that. I'm from Brooklyn. You're not going to take my stuff. And if you're going to take it, you're going to get hurt. Sorry. They saw that. Um, and they approached me. And that's how we began recruiting individuals. But we wasn't out. We wasn't hungry or thirsty to bring everybody. And it wasn't about numbers with us. Mm. Anyone who was thorough, who was real, who's listening to this podcast, will tell you that when we began, we were few. We started out with 10. We were what? And see, in the three building, we were what? 20? Twenty, we were few, man. We was we wasn't all a whole bunch. And then later on, after ninety three, ninety four, ninety three, ninety four is when it took the the they, they started coming it, in. It took off, yeah. It took off. It took off. Tell us about the big war. You said that it was a big. What was the first war that you guys? Fought? We had a very big war um, with the Muslims. All the way at Rikers. Uh, no, in Collins, Collins, Collins Correctional Facility. What year was this? This is nineteen eighty six. Eighty six. Tell us what happened, if you can. Cause you look like you, it, want, you look like you want to be. I know, Pastor, you cool, but you know what happened, Pastor? You can't. It, <laughs> it was a war. It was a war. It was a war. It's too much. Then you know, it was too much. We we went at it. We went out and in the yard, and things happened. People got hurt. Yeah, yeah, badly, and um, and we moved on from that. And we was they that moved. statement right there. That was the point of departure for the Latinx because we let people know we're not playing that. They moved, wasn't having it. They moved everybody that was there to different penitentiaries, and then they just kept going with it. Oh, so you had a big war. People got hurt, sent the message, and 
Then they moved you guys mm-hmm. to Max's. Yep. To Max's. To Max's. Okay. And when we got to the Max's, we really found out if we were really lions or what. If we were lions or snakes or sheep. And wherever we stood, we held our ground, man. Earlier, okay. Now, in, in your opinion, right? Mm-hmm. How, in your opinion, how did the blood start? Not saying you should know, but what did you guys witness? Did you, you witnessed, you must have. Happened in C73. And you said July. Everybody knows that. Yeah, but you got to understand, OG Mac was there. You had OG Mac. You had Deadeye there, Majesty. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple of bloods there. And they came and sat down at the table with Blaze and a couple of the individuals that were holding uh, titles. Rest in peace, Blaze. I'm not going to name anybody else, but there was a couple of individuals there. And it was worked out that we since a lot agreement. of brothers couldn't become kings, they were going to start the bloods and we were going to send them the brothers that want to become kings to hold them down. They were going to be people under the People Alliance hmm. with us. This was in 93. Whoa. Now, as time goes on, they start growing. Now, mind you, there's a, there's a third entity entity that we're not talking about, which is the Nietas. Right. Okay? You know what I mean? And They accepted I, anybody. Anybody. Man on man action. Anybody. Anybody. It was, it was they're for the prisoners. Growing. They're about the prisoners. Yeah, they're very political. They're political. They accepted anybody. Now, the story is how everything really started. The war was over a nieta. Juggled a pack of cigarettes to a blood. Every day he kept pressing them. Yo, you got me on commissary, right? You got me on commissary, right? You got me on commissary. Every day, the blood dude got annoyed. Commissary day came. He told him, you dead, son. You dead. Fuck out of here. You dead. Nieta goes to a king, tells him, yo, he robbed me. This is a true story. Hmm. King goes over there, yo, you can't be robbing no uh-uh. What? I ain't robbing him, did The Nieta, shit pops off. The war starts behind that incident over a pack of cigarettes. That's a fact. Anybody who's thorough. Who's Anybody real, that's that real there, that was there will tell you the tell truth. tell you the truth, man. That's how the war started. Wasn't our beef. They were cool with us. So, okay. So, OG Mac, Blaze, we're not going to name the rest of the people. You know. I mean, there was a couple of bloods. Edward yeah. was there. Uh, they, so they, many people they there. Sat, they sat down and... and at a table. At yeah, a they table. sat down in the yard in the three building, and they came to the understanding, understanding. that they were going to start the bloods there. Got it. So, basically... Was it getting permission? Why did they need to sit down? I don't want to say it's permission because that sounds like somebody's over somebody. It was an agreement. An agreement. You understand? Not okay. to cause conflict. Respect. I'm going to I'm I'm go in that direction because it wasn't like anybody was chumping anybody. No. Nah, we well, back we then was about the day, uplifting. That's right. Back then in the days, if there was a beef between two rival gangs, whoever the beef was, we would allow you to handle it. Give him a gun. Give him a gun. Handle your business. Nobody gets involved. And that's how the beef was handled. Mm. It, but this it was is in the three building. Then. You gotta understand. This is the three building. Was spread out to other places and other. I can't speak about what was going on in C ninety five. If somebody felt oppressed because you go there, it was San Juan. It was like seventy percent, seventy percent Spanish because yep. it was that was the only building that gave out methadone. And everybody was going there. Everybody, the majority, everybody of the brothers was that going there. So if you if you there, obviously you're gonna feel. Yeah. Yo, what's up with all this? You know what I mean? So a lot of beefs, and a lot of beefs that people say, 
was over drugs. Drugs and cigarettes. Spanish people was getting them. And a lot of people was using them and not paying. So you know what happens when you don't pay, right? Hmm. You're getting poked. So that's so the drug story is true. What drug story? No, I'm just saying that a lot of people Yes, hundred percent. That happens to this day. To this day, up north, wherever you go, people be like, yo, I got you on on comments every day. I got you. My people's going to send you this. Yo, hit me off. And then you take the bag. And then it's time to pay. So the beef started Mm. over a pack of cigarettes. Mm -hmm. And the Yetta started that. That's a fact. But why would... How can... Because we're supposed to stand up for our people. So the king went over there. Remember, he told them that he got robbed. He told the king that he got robbed. So the king went over there to hold him down. Bam, bam. That's a fact. Holding the Yetta down. That's a fact. Because he was Spanish. And and it caused the rift. It caused the war. It caused the war. It caused the war. That pack of cigarettes exploded because they moved everybody. They moved us from the three building. I went back to Queen's house. You had people that went to HDM, to the Beacon, Bloods that went all over the place, and now that war started spreading throughout. And mind you, there's still beef with the five percenters. You got a lot. You think the five percenters disappeared? What did they become? Bloods. So a lot of people that had personal beefs and personal issues just moved into the to the next vehicle that was moving. And at the time, we was moving in one direction, and the Bloods started moving. But then y'all forgetting the Jamaicans are still involved in this. Hmm. So now the beef is still going on between the Jamaicans and the five percenters, the Bloods. That's the war. So, when did the truth come out though? Like you, you, you obviously know what what happened, why it started. The truth, so. because it was already too late. There was already bloodshed. It doesn't matter. Right. It already, it's already done. Yo, you hit like wildfire. That's it. it. Spread like wildfire. It didn't right? matter no more. It didn't matter. It got to the point. It didn't matter mm. because it already popped off. You already touched one of mine. There's no. Oh, here, go hit. Nah, I'm not going to hit my man. Fuck that. I'm going to hit you. And that, and that's how it just... But don't think that everybody was on some racial... I, had, I was in a lot of blood houses. I was mm. with Shotquells and Five North in the towels. We ain't had no issues. What they try to do to us in Suffolk Supreme? We going to trial. That I was going to try. They kept trying they, they to... The CEOs was the ones doing all the bullshit. In, in, in the bullpens and we the went fuck in. out of here. We Bailey went. was talking on... He was talking out of his elbows. Yeah, he man. know what he was... He know what he was doing. Mm. A lot of them was doing that. And it was the police that was instigating. Yo, Poppy that's over there. Yo, yo, son, he hit one of your peoples over here. Oh, well, I got you. A lot of police was instigating a lot of people were mad. A lot of people were mad at what Bailey was saying. Because he was he was saying the politically correct thing. I don't expect them to tell on himself. You know he his police. He police. He He's police. But imagine this, right? And I'm going to tell you this as an inmate or a prisoner, however no, you want to call I, it. I can't tell All right. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting down. I'm sitting down at the chair, right? And my, I'm getting busy, right? And how my girl come to visit me and you got these COs trying to kick it to my girl? Or you got the COs, oh, yo, his, this other girl was here visiting him. They was doing bullshit trying to kick it to your visitors, trying to do bullshit, trying to violate you, going through your pictures. Oh, look at this bitch. Would you fuck that bitch? Look at that. Oh, up, shit. Phone and you getting searched like this. You getting searched. You butt naked in your drawers. All them there with the, with the riot gear searching. You you think you're going to say something? If you do, you're getting beat. Mm-hmm. I saw the interview you did with... um. Not you didn't do it, but uh, Mel Cross touched on it. He did. He did like a little thing. And he was hundred percent about Bailey. Straight cheese. You know there was a rumor that Bailey was blood. Yeah, that's what you were saying. 
He and Bella no Latinos out the bing. Why not? Because we wasn't allowed to talk to the police without another brother present. So he didn't give us no rhythm. We wouldn't talk to them. So it's a different, it's a different. He was, you had a lot of oppression, but it was the COs causing that oppression. How you gonna send me? I'm high classification all of a sudden, out of nowhere. What why I'm getting moved? Where I'm getting moved to? Oh, because I got slick at the mouth with this here. Oh, we're going across the hall over there. Put him so, in the blood house. What's that about? Oh, there's no blood houses in my thing. The fuck out of here. Come on, mm -hmm. man. They was doing the same thing to the bloods. They was taking the bloods and throwing them right in the cell with the kings. Oh, you tough? All right, we're going to see how tough. And they were making bets amongst themselves. That's a fact. You could ask anybody that was there to tell you the truth. Most of the oppression was the prisoners, was the prison guards. That was where the oppression was coming through. How we was getting 007 knives like that? How you was getting all these type of different we things in there? We were getting skeleton keys to get out of the cuffs, man. Where was that coming from? We we didn't make that. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. I don't know who to believe on these shows anymore, man. It's good. You had you he, had the bloods, you had the bloods telling the same stories. Right. So I'm telling you my story, and he's telling you his story. You don't have to believe me. But now when you're talking about the other opposition that we don't get along, we're telling you the same story. Somebody got to be telling the truth here. That's facts. You know what I mean? Somebody got to be telling the truth. Hey, what do you think? A police going to sit there and be like, tell on himself? <laughs> so do you remember Bailey? Do you remember seeing him? Oh, Bailey went from huh? regular CO, Captain, Captain Depp. He was in HDM in the fall building. Come on, yeah. bro. I wasn't there when he was a warden. But I've seen Bailey. Bailey was, he thought he was a gangster. He come through. So he didn't treat everybody, everyone fairly, is what you're saying? I don't know. I mean, on the on the on the on the outer appearance, he was basically on the outer appearance. But now, when you even hear him, oh, um, I was bailing him out. You wasn't bailing no, out no Latinos. None Latinos. I wasn't bailing out no Latinos. First of you all, ain't get investigated you, for being Latin king. First of all, you're not gonna approach mm -hmm. a Latino, especially a king, and you're gonna talk to a king. We wasn't playing that. If you you had to have talk, a witness. You had to have a witness right there. That was part of our guidelines. You, you, there's no talking with police unless you have another brother present. And he wasn't approaching us. So there is no way it's impossible that he could have bailed any Latino out from the bank. Who do y'all remember? <laughs> Who do y'all? Okay, so you saw Who was bailing us out of the bank? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, San Sanchez, uh, the guy Ooh, named Sanchez. You said it, Sanchez. Yeah, I heard about him. Sanchez, Sanchez was fair. Wait, hold up. Hold up, Kyle. I liked you a lot, but Sanchez. Don't, was don't, fair. don't say that. Are you being biased or are you being honest? You just so said, Sanchez was fair with us. <laughs> mm. oh, I said oh, a lot right there. He was fair with us. I heard it. I heard. He was fair so with Sanchez us. Sanchez was fair with you guys. He was one hundred percent fair. Do you think Sanchez up? was witnessing, or you don't? We can't speak for Sanchez. You, you know, I can't speak for. What he he can speak for himself. Yeah, he could. He, and, uh, good. Yeah, he could definitely mm. speak. They good. Himself. They good. So, so <laughs> the story you said some of the stories that were being told were a little fabricated. Um, you said that you you understood some. You said some of them weren't. You know what? what? I'm not saying fabricated because they're telling their point of view from what they saw. You mm. understand? And what that's their reality. That's so their that's truth. their reality. You understand what I'm saying? You know, you also got to understand there was there was in one A, one B. That's one housing unit. But what about three block? What about five block? You understand what I'm saying? There was other blocks where there was this Bing blocks where there was all the kings. They had they were trying to keep all the bloods over there together, and us over here separate, 
to avoid the conflict. So they was in 1A. That's where they was at. They was over there in 1A. That was their house. Mm -hmm. There's no denying that for a time period. But remember, there was kings there first, fighting mm -hmm. with the Jamaicans. With Skelly, with Shower, GT. Uh, Trini. Trini. And then you had kings in there. Capone, Misery, Poet, yep. Hectech. Yeah, you had B.O. There's a lot of different people putting in work. Not Blood B.O. The, the King King mm -hmm. B.O. King B.O., yeah. What was it? Did they still stand for the same thing? What was what was Bug Out. Yeah, it was Bug Out. Bug Out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So so now let's 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 get I don't you know, let's get in Listen, you had real shooters on both sides. I'm gonna keep it a honey with That's you. There were yeah. shooters on both sides. The only thing is the shooters were limited. Everybody thinks it was a whole nah. It was there was certain shooters on that side. There was shooting certain shooters on that side. And then you had everybody else to rode the the, the the pigtails. Everybody else to rode the wave. That was just trying to get in there. Yo, I'm a king. I need to get on the phone. Or I'm a blood. I need to get a lot of people using what a lot of people fought for and put in work for. So mm -hmm. so let's talk about the uh, the cutting. Uh -huh. There was a rumor. Oh, I don't know the story. You know I me. Mean? I did speak to Skelly while I was in Jamaica. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And the fact that somebody's grandmother got cut. The rumor was it was his grandmother. The rumor was visit. it was his yes. grandmother. That was the rumor that went through everywhere for years. And he said, it was, when I spoke to him, he said that, you know, it was a lady, you know, like his grandmother. It wasn't necessarily his grandmother. That was visiting him. Yes, yes, okay. yes. That, but yes. there was his visitor. So what, 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 do you, what do you remember? Do you remember that story? Or what I happened? remember that story. Can you, me and you spoke about it. Yeah, can you talk about it then? I mean, Scully had a lot of beef. I'm going to keep it real. Scully had a lot of beef. You remember Scully too, Pastor? Scully had a lot of beef. And um, there was a brother that passed away. His name is Blades. And he tried to get Scully. And in the process of him trying to get Scully, the, the lady got involved and got cut, scratched, whatever you want to call it, in the process of it. Mm. While they were tussling or whatever they was doing. So she didn't really get cut, though. There's rumors that she got buck fifty. Then there's rumors that she caught a little, a little scratch. Mm -hmm. I really don't know. I wasn't on the floor when it happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You understand? Know I'm, I'm just saying off what was told. And also, then you know, there was a guy, you know, on here that said that he cut a guy named Blaze. How many? He Blazes? was incorrect about the name. Blaze was not a wild cowboy. Blaze is from 183rd. He used to be the what's the word 183rd? He from the Bronx. The guy he talking about, I think he was talking about Gordo, the fat dude that used to be a wild yeah, cowboy. Down with Pacualito in them? Yeah, that's what I think he was talking about. He said he cut a wild cowboy that was a king in, in the rig court. It wasn't Blaze, Little Blaze. It wasn't Short Blaze. That was the the Prince Crown of Rikers Island at the time. It wasn't him. So Blaze was the Prince Crown of yeah. Rikers Island. Yes. What was your position? Because when I watched the HBO documentary, I watched a clip. You said that you were... You got a high rank in the Latin Kings. I was the first HOS of the state of New York, and then I rose up the rank, the first head of security in the state of New York. Mm -hmm. um, and then I went to the fifth Supreme Crown, third Supreme Crown, became the second Supreme Crown, and I was in conjunction with uh, when Blood had given Supra the Inca status. I was close with it. Um, I became the first Supreme Crown. Let me ask you a question. What, what, do you remember any... Cause I know you have to be careful what you say, you know, what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. How you're doing great things for the community. Salute. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, because I, I don't want to. This is this is this is stories in the past. I don't want to. These stories are not present or what's going on now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? These are, 
Do you remember any situation that you've been involved in personally or that you witnessed personally that happened on the island? Because a lot of things were talked about on the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of people talked about things, you know, and you guys, I like I like how you guys talk, but I have to, me, I wouldn't be me if I didn't give you guys a, Brother, you know. I'm one of the original 10. Mm. I became the head of security, the first head of security in the state of New York and rose up the ranks. That in and of itself speaks volumes. There's nothing else to be said. Respect. 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 Did you get along with any bloods, though? That were Absolutely. My, my little brother was blood. Absolutely, I got along with a lot of bloods. They know that. We were cool. We were cool up north. We were cool in Rikers Island. But, you know, once you get in Rikers Island, you got to, there's a line. Real men respect real men. Mm. It's not about, you know, tit for tat, you or this, you know, that's... It's a G-code. It was a G-code. It's a G-code, man. And you can't you can't violate that code. And I was cool with Bloods. I was cool with Crips. I was cool with, you know, it wasn't about no racial stuff, man. I have a question real quick, then, and, and never, you know, G, we always hear, G, we always hear about the Nietas, right? Mm. But do anybody know how they started? Yeah, Puerto Rico. Carlos it was Carlos La Sombra started Sombra. it. Yeah, Carlos La Sombra started it. He stopped the abuse. There was a lot of rapes and stuff going on in Puerto Rico. Um, robberies among there was another gang called the Insects. So the Insects was going around robbing, raping, stealing, doing whatever. So he started a movement to protect the inmate. And that's how their their movement started. Was 27, right? The Insectos. The Insectos yeah. was the one that was raping and doing all that. Mm -hmm. And then he started the Nietas. Yep. What does it, that mean? In prison. Insects, insectos, insects. No, I'm saying... Um, Nieta? Nieta, yeah. There's a lot of different things. Yeah, they, we don't know. It's, I, they, not, they, they call themselves the Asociación. We're not too privy about that. Yeah, You're going to have to reach out to the Nietas and have them come up here yeah, and tell their story. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep it real. There's so yeah. many different dots of what, they, what, what it means. There's the no exact word. Okay. Like for us, like a, a, a Nieta is like your god... Grand, your granddaughter. Your granddaughter. granddaughter. Yeah, your granddaughter, yeah. your grandkid. Wow. Chill out, man. Stop. I'm that serious. <laughs> Stop it, man. Google it. No, it's Google true. It. The word nieta in Spanish means granddaughter. Yeah. I mean, we don't under, we don't know. I don't know their breakdown the or if it's, of if, their, it's a, the name. if it's an acronym. I, or yeah, I yes. don't know that. Got it. You'll okay. have to invite some of them and come up and let them tell their story. Right. Were they were were they tough in jail? You had a lot. You had a few that was gangsters. They were putting that work in. Bailey told me it was a small amount of them. Small amount of what? Nietas. He said Hell no. no, absolutely not. You're out of your mind. Are you crazy? There was more Nietas than Bloods, Kings, and Five Percenters put together. You had Nietas from all nationalities, man. The whole yard was Nieta at one point. Yeah, the half man. the yard. Hell no. The Nietas was the deepest because they took anything. They took white, black, Chinese, man-on-man uh, -man action. <laughs> you know, they took whatever. It, it was they remember their thing is about protecting the the, the inmate. They're taking the, pr the rights of the prisoner. Of the prisoner. That's, That's what they their, do. That's their main key. So mm. there was even times that them, I don't know if it, they was legit or not, but they was pushing the applications in people's cells to be part of them. That's a fact. They are an association. We're a nation. Puerto Rican. It's the mm. difference. We're a nation. They're an association. Explain the difference of nation and association. Association is an associate. We're a nation. We have laws that 
that bind us. We have structures. The We're association organized. is like a membership. It's a membership, like AAA. Like you part of triple. No, I'm just trying to. Even, I'm just nah, being. Yeah, I know it sounds funny yeah. the way I said it. I didn't mean it like that, but I'm saying it's like a membership to a, a group. That's what it is. They're an associate. It's different. What was the worst thing? You know, what was because we talked about earlier the war in '86. You know, and I, and and let me say this. You know, I, I definitely want to salute you guys based off how you answer questions. You know. This is why you know I kind of understand what what you know what 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 uh, Bailey was saying. You know I see that you guys have some sort of structure, some sort of principles. Um, you know what we were... still stand by them to this day. Understood. You, you, well, you... a man's supposed to stand by the principles. What does your parents teach you when you're a kid? Not to steal, not mm -hmm. to lie, not to rob, mm -hmm. to be united with your family, to love your family. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing any man's supposed to teach their kid. That's what we teach our brothers. But do, do, mm. but do you guys condemn any of the kings that might have did things that they weren't supposed to do? Because now you can't like say what? every king followed the rules. No, there wasn't. There was some that didn't follow the rules. That's why either they got kicked out the V. We stripped them. Got kicked out the V. Or they chose to leave the V because they couldn't abide by the rules we had. You got to understand, extortion is out. A lot of these dudes wanted that bag. So if they seen somebody, they was extorting them. We, we wasn't allowing that. Didn't matter what color you was. You wasn't extorting a black guy. You wasn't extorting. It was, we were trying to stop that whole movement. But we didn't ask you, how did you join King? Do you remember how you joined it? I don't know. Of course I do. I came through. When I came through in 92, um, I was in reception. So I was in reception. I was there with a God body, Love. He's half Puerto Rican, half black. And another Puerto Rican kid from Nicobacan Troutman, his name is Qu uh, Quick. So we was in there. Um, when I got arrested, I got arrested with my chain. I had a chain with a Santa Barbara. What is that? It's, a, relig it's a religious chain. Got it, got so it. So I got arrested with it. So when I got there, a Spanish dude, they had to, you know, they got the suicide aides that come over and watch you to make sure you don't hang up. You're usually there anywhere from 72 hours to. A week, it's reception. Mm -hmm. So the Spanish dude comes over, he sees the chain, he's like, yo, papa, you're going to have problems. You know, you should let me hold the chain till your visit come and send it home. Man, get the fuck up out of here, bro. Whatever. So, make a long story short, later on that night, somebody else comes, two black kids come, and uh, they try to press me for my chain. And Love knocked one of them out. I got it on with the other dude. We shot the fair one, whatever. They move us up to the fifth floor. When we get to the fifth floor, the Jamaicans got the house on smash. So Love goes to step to the phone. There was some older, 5% uh, of there. Uh, he from, from Queens. I don't remember. I suppose he was part of the Supreme Team, but back then everybody was claiming to be part of the team. Hmm. I think his name was JC, if I'm not mistaken, but... Um, so he come back and he's like, yo, these Jamaican dudes ain't giving us no, no, they're not going to give us no play on this phone. All right, whatever. They lock us in, whatever. So the next day, um, you know, we back there figuring out what we're going to do. You know what I'm saying? To get on this phone. Next thing you know, we hear a big commotion in the front. This is like right after lunch. There's a big commotion mm -hmm. and we see a bunch of beads all over the floor. So love come and he's like, yo, we got to move now. All right, whatever. So we go, we start popping off on the Jamaican dudes, defending the Spanish kid that's getting it on with them. 
Make a long story short, kid turned out to be the first crown of the jail trying to fight to get on the phone. So they moved every, all the Jamaicans out the house. CO left us there, told us don't be on the same bullshit. Next thing you know, I was a king. Bottom on. <laughs> yeah, that's a true story. I'm watching you, pass. I'm watching you, man. You catch a flashback. I'm looking in your eyes, man. Now we're trying, passion, we're, trying, man. we're trying to keep it political. That's what it was. But the big beefs was the phone. So, um, so how'd you two meet? First time. First, we were brothers. Uh, where we met Suffin. Yeah, Suffin Supreme Court. Suffin Supreme Court. He was going to trial. I was going to trial. Remember, we was. Fighting our cases for, he was in there five years, I was in there three and change. So we was always going to court, suffering the Supreme. And we always coincidentally had the same dates at the same time. Mm. And we were both, he was CMC and I was high classification. Are there any, and you know, I know, because actually you guys question, like, you know, you guys act like you guys are in some sort of interrogation. Um, you guys watch <laughs> what you say. Um, are there any people that represent kings that have been kicked out the V or you wouldn't say that. Like that's I not, know who you're talking about. Yeah. Well you're talking about Pete Magoo? Well well, if you know what I'm talking about, you know, I don't have to elaborate. I mean, listen, I can't tell his story. I could just tell you that he didn't abide by the rules. And that's basically it. And he turned blood. He turned blood later on. He turned blood later on. He ain't turned blood right away. Do you remember when he was a king? Yeah, I remember when he was a king. What type of guy was he? Was he uh, putting pain? He's a jail for dude, bro. He's a jail dude, bro. You know, Magoo wasn't a slouch. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take nothing from no man. You know what I'm saying? He did what he do. You know what I mean? But uh, he couldn't abide by the rules. So you know. But what was was it like the was it like the Bloods where uh, what's what's his name? You gotta um, eat food. OG, huh? You gotta eat food. No, no, no. <laughs> OG, OG Mac, where it's like everybody responded because the Bloods. I heard the Bloods decided that they didn't want to follow one. That I, I can't tell no, you. No, no, that's what I'm saying. But, but at like the time, was, was King they, Blood the guy that made the decisions for everybody? If you understand, what I'm only saying. when it was a high, 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 high ranking, high ranking things member. local. Then you yeah. have the local chapters or whatever okay. that would make the and decision. You deal with the first crime. or you dealt with. But touching another brother was like a, a no no. That. That's like you can't touch it without without permission. You you just can't take. You're that. not allowed to attack another king. Nah, not without proper authorization. Nah. There's a chain of command that you have to go. You through. can't do that. Hmm. So if you have a problem, what did you, what did they I mean, suggest? Brothers, you do? brothers have, you know, brothers do have problems. You know, there's any family has problems, but at that time, if you put your hands on a brother, you there's consequences for that. You know, their blood is sacred, so you can't just touch a brother just like that. We the Spanish mob. That's what it is. You can't just touch it. You can't. It's sacred. <laughs> I can't tell you Magoo's story. Magoo, only Magoo could tell you his story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to, to, to talk about nothing and make myself out to be, oh, yeah, nah, I'm nah, not I, trying to do that. I, I'm just being as honest and real. I, I'm not saying I ain't put in, but I'm not here to glorify that either. You know, I got respect. kids that's going to be watching this also. So I'm not here to be like, yo, oh, do what I was doing. Nah. It was something, it was a time period that I stood up mm -hmm. for what I believed in. You know what I mean? I didn't have problems. I'm going to keep it real. When I went to when I went through, I didn't have problems like that. 
I show you pictures with my chain on when they were still t taking pictures in Rikers Island. You understand what I'm saying? It, it wasn't really me. It was more, you had all these dudes coming in, didn't speak English. Yo, papi, mira, me están haciendo esto. Oh, da, da, da. So I got to the point, bro, that I was just like, I got tired of hearing this shit all the day. And I'm only seeing my people getting picked on. And now I'm like the only communication they got because I speak Spanish and English. So who they coming to all day with the, with the thing? Yo, boom, boom, boom. So it got to that point that I was like, yo, fam, you going to let this? Oh, nah, you not. So I had to represent. And that's really what the beef was about. So, okay, and, and 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 you guys tried your best to just. We come from a different era. You got, you got to understand. Look, you got dudes that, like I told you, they're predators. They come in. You got kicks. You got. I don't need nothing, bro. I ain't gonna take nothing. That's not my stilo. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I got my fam in New York. If not, one way or the other, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna hustle. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. But I'm not that type of dude to look at you and be like, yo, I want that. I'm gonna take that from son. That wasn't my thing in jail. You understand what I'm saying? I'm too worried about getting home to my family. I'm too worried about making sure my son, somebody getting some bread for my son or somebody going to see my moms. I'm not worried about none of that. That shit is irrelevant to me. You know what I'm saying? As long as I got phone time and I'm getting on that jack, mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck about the TV. I don't give a fuck about Spanish channel. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but you're going you gonna to let me talk on prime time. I'm getting on that horn on prime time. After eight, I'm getting on that horn. And that and was that's the how, That's how we met. That's we, what it we was. We were fighting for our lives, man. We didn't have time for pettiness like that. Fuck yeah, about that shit. lives against... The system. We got the a system. system. I'm being oppressed by the system. Man. Got it. They yeah. trying to put out. They put out lights on, man. They, 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 they. You know, we becoming an endangered. Black and brown is becoming an endangered species, man. Right now, man. Mm. And you know, and, and and back then we, we we didn't have the mindset or the wisdom, man, to see the oh, bigger man. picture that was happening. Understood. You got 2.3 million black and brown individuals, brothers and sisters inside them human warehouses, man. Understood. You got 1.3 million African Americans and Latinos under some type of supervision and parole. You got 1.6 million children with a parent in prison. They trying to kill us, man. Hmm. And we inside, you think we got time to fight for a damn sneaker that... That wasn't us, It wasn't us, It man. wasn't about what we was about, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so... And you know we have to wrap it up. Is it before we get to ask you guys if there's anything you're missing? Um, oh, we're missing a lot, but for us still, there's a lot of things that like we, a lot of it's people. History. You gotta understand, like, look, they talk. A lot of people talk about, oh, we have beef with blacks. How was I in the same house with half the time? I was in Five North with Saquel. He was an OG. Mm -hmm. How many times me and you was in the pen with, 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 with Deadeye? We were probably, what, the, the only two Latinos with Deadeye and everybody inside the bullpen. Scully right? was in the pens with us going to Suffering Supreme. We Shower. were eating bologna sandwiches. Remember, we were Suffering Supreme. What is the domination in Queens at the time in Queens House and all the cases being caught in Queens? Mm -hmm. Majority black. Right. Let's be for real. Suffering Supreme was, you go to Queens House, it's like 80% black, like 5% white, and then the rest, there's a little bit few Latinos. But at that time, you remember, we talking... The end of the crack era, right when when everybody was getting swept up, when 91, 92, blocks was getting picked up in Jamaica, Queens, on South Road. Yeah, vans the dudes, Come man. on, mm -hmm. Queensbridge, Storia Projects, Woodside Projects. You had this shit, Fall Rockaway, Fall Rockaway alone was, that shit was crazy. So how was we oppressing blacks? No, we was oppressing predators. We was oppressing those that came in and was like, yo, What's up with them kicks? What's up with this? Nah, you ain't getting that over here. 
It wasn't popping. You know what I'm saying? Why you always coming at Poppy? Why you ain't taking your man's sneakers? That's how it started becoming. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Because y'all always want to pick on the dude that don't speak no English. He can't stand up for himself. I'm going to stand up for him. And that's how we all started uniting. Either we stand up you understand for him what I'm or saying? we die. So now you got to understand, the same predator mentality that was going on with the five percenters, it just all let up. You got certain dudes that just was part of that. Certain dudes was racist off the rip. They just wanted war. Germans, Germans. Ah. And then you had certain dudes on my side. Yo, Moreno, ah. So it, it goes back and forth. You know what I'm saying? And then you got the police. Spanish cops. Yo, watch my man tear your man's head off. Watch my man's. Ah, yo, let's see. Ah. Come on, bro. Hmm. Come on, bro. You got to so see got, the reality of it. And the reality is that you got, it wasn't like a Spanish and black thing like that is portrayed. It, it started turning, it, it was turning into that, but that's not really what it was. It became that afterwards. Like I was telling you, like certain housing units and certain jails, that shit wasn't rocking like that. You understand? Look at the corruption that was going on in Rikers. You know what I'm saying? You had dudes, imagine this, you fighting your case. I'm going to tell you a story about this kid named Stokes before we wrap this up. He's a black kid from Brooklyn, right? What's his name? Stokes? Stokes. Mm. Right? He was locked up. His girl used to come visit him. You remember Stokes that mm. he was in CMC? Yeah. All of a sudden, CEO, she stopped coming to see him. What the fuck going on? He keep trying Everybody to... Everybody knows nah, nah, the nah. story. So, make a long story short, CEO bagged this girl on the visit. So him, he already had heard something, so he keeps... Finally, she come to visit him. She come visit him. He takes her earring, rips her earring off and blasts her on a visit. Mm. His girl. Right? Son gets moved to CMC in Queen's house. I'm right across from CMC. I'm, I'm in a high classification. I'm playing cards. Son's cool ass dude. All of a sudden you hear three shots. Bah, bah, bah. Inside Queen's house. Can do get shot. Can do from Queens. Right. Um, Stokes gets shot three times. And another dude gets shot three times. Who brought the gun in? Where the fuck the gun came in from? Mind you, every jail he was going to, he was getting beat up by police. Every single jail. Because he ended up getting at the police too. At the CO. Every jail he went to. So you're going to tell me that's not corruption? Did he die? Is the code of blue? Nah, he got like, they slayed him. Yeah, he's, he's got life. He's, he got slayed. Yeah, he's, he's he was trying to sue them and all that. Because, yo, they fucked him up bad. How the fuck you get a gun into Queen's house? Yeah, he ain't going to see the light of day again. You know what I'm saying? So there was a lot of corruption. You could ask Bailey about that story too. You know what I'm saying? Come on, bro. Imagine you fighting for your life. You fighting for your life. You got to fight for your clothes. You got to fight to get on the phone. And then you got to deal with getting put in a box. Imagine being in this room for a year straight. You think you're going to come out of this normal? You know what I'm saying? Come on. That shit is crazy what they was doing to some people in there. Two years, three years in the box. That's why half the dudes that come out is like, come on. You know what I'm saying? Even shame, after 20 man. years, after 10 years, you still got the... That shit is crazy. That shit drives you up the fucking wall. The shit they do to certain people. You got roaches that's your friends in there. All type of shit. You talking to the cell, thinking that somebody's there. Yo, that shit drives you nuts. So how do you guys feel that you're you out now? Like, did you guys feel as affected as other people? Or? I really didn't do as much time as a lot of them did, to be honest with you. I came home and I caught a violation. I ended up back on the island. 96, 97, I came home. Um... I've been home ever since, bro. I've been home since 97, so 
You know what I mean? When you first came home, did you, did you feel like affected by? Affected of course by being I did. Man? Of course I did. You know what I'm saying? One day I flipped out on my sister when she ain't knock on the table. You know what I'm saying? When she was getting up. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to knock on the table. You're not supposed to talk while you eating up north and stuff. So you knock on the table, letting know you getting up. They knock twice and they acknowledge that you getting up. So you can watch you ain't talking over people's food. Mm. And I spazzed that one time on my sister. You get institutionalized with certain things. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Bro, you get used to carrying raises, bro. You start getting used to it. You already got your shit in the suitcase ready just in case you got to... You still washing yeah. your underwear in the shower. Taking, taking a shower Yo, with your slippers, That took me a long man. time to get out of that. Even yeah. at home. Wife, you're like, why are your drawers all in the shower? You think it's a chick's house when she's washing yeah, my man. drawers being... Because <laughs> I'm just... I did 20 straight, man, and, and you still feel the effects of it, man. You know, mm. and... I Imagine mean, you going, there was no cell phones. You had to carry nah. a, a fucking... The block shits and you come home, everybody on the cell phone. I was going in, there was beepers. Yeah, man. We had huh. beepers, Motorola's, with the phone with the yeah. plastic antennas, big long phones. I mean, it's a, it's a cultural shock, man. And, and you know, you yeah, still don't lot, Like I said, a lot of the stories that were told, there was one-sided from their preview. Maybe that's how they was living, bro. I wasn't a Bing monster, bro. I'm going to keep it real. I wasn't a Bing monster, bro. I wasn't a mean? Bing monster. Bing monster's a dude that love living in the Bing. Love they the love box. the bing. They love the bing. They come out, they want to hit something so they could go right back where they was at. Because they're more comfortable there. That's where that's where they at. Some dudes is just, that's how it is. You understand what I'm saying? It's just how it is. A lot of dudes was big monsters. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? It's just the reality of it. You know what I'm saying? But all that oppression and all that, it wasn't even like that. You could ask the CEOs. Just like you had barely get a couple more to tell you if that's how it was. You know what I'm saying? But let me ask, you guys spent the whole night asking us questions. Mm. Would you allow us to ask you a question? <laughs> you allow me to ask you a question? <laughs> what is the purpose of, of this these podcasts? What is your purpose? What is your goal in putting these stories out there, man? I mean, you know, it's to give the, the people the content that they, they want. You know, um, when we first started about oh, three years ago, we wanted to do something a little different. So, you know... Um, we use both our personalities to try to put some together for some content. You know, he's the wild and crazy one. I'm the, the cool and you know calm one. Uh, you know, um, kind of like night and day. You know what I mean? So we, we you know, and him, he do like a lot of pranks online. So we try to use that image with my image on the show and, and interview guests, celebrities. But now the last few shows has been like you know the fans are very really interested in. You know, the OG stories. stories and the war stories. And I know they're not going to be too happy with this one. They was expecting us being there. Oh, I cut this dude. I no, did no, this. No, no, I did no, that. No, no, but they, they, they definitely, it, they, they, they love to hear it. Cause I, I mean, I'm going to be real. In the comments, they, 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 they saying that they want to hear the, the, the Yeah, you know, but the I'm not going to be here and glorify. Yo, we all, I got hit up. I hit up dudes. I got hit up with a Glock in there. Glock is a plastic fiberglass gun. Mm. I got hit. I got cut here. I've been, we've all been through war stories, but... That doesn't make them, they were soldiers, I was a soldier. At the right. end of the day, we was at war, we popped well, it off. Well, let me say this, you know, from my perspective, you know, <clears throat> with the viral success that I have and the following, you know, my main focus was to maintain that with the videos. You know, we had the podcast, and as far as this message, you know, I have to salute, you know, Bimmy, and I have to salute uh, Soul B because... You know, he started, he helped us start a trend. That I was locked up with Bimmy, you know that, right? No, I didn't know that. Mm. Queen's house, young boy, young boy. When oh, he first, he, he was dating, I think, Bobby Brown's sister. Yeah, he got yeah, a yeah. package. Mm. I remember that shit, because he was on the fifth floor, he got a package. 
full of Bobby Brown, all type of prerogative stuff. He started giving everybody shirts and everything because he got built out of there. <laughs> he, 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 he started in, and you know, like I said, B.O., so be, you know, and it just took, it just took on a life of its own. Now, if you ask me yeah. what's my goal and what's my message, it's not to have the young people glorify it because that's not what I'm it's trying not. to do. Right. Because every OG, besides some of them, but even the ones that want to come on, they say that, you know, I don't mind telling my story, but I want to tell what I'm doing now as far as telling the youth not to go my path. And that's the route that I'm on as well. And that's what we're Do you see this young man that's right here? Him, yes. This is my nephew. For years, my nephew has been asking me, is it true about what you said? Is it true what people are saying in the street that you did this, you did that? And I brought him on the show here, not only for him to understand the history of where we came from, mm-hmm. but to understand and let him know that we don't glorify that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, if, 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 if we can turn back the hands of time and change and undo these things, we would without, within, without any hesitation whatsoever. The sad part is, because... I've, I've been following you guys for a while. I've been looking, I've been quiet, and, and, and it, it, by happenstance, my brother Connell reaches out to me, and I'm like, I have, we haven't seen each other in 30 years. Oh, wow. Last time I seen him, I told you, was in the cell, when he was like, take that. That was the last time him and I saw each other. Wow. So when he reached out... Face to face, that's the last time we saw each other, mm. was back then. When he reached out and he said, yo, Ben, he said, these brothers are doing this, these brothers, you, you know, and we think that... You know, our brothers think that, you know, we would be adequate to tell our story because of who we are and our reputation because we've never folded. Mm. So um, the brothers said, all right, cool. And I said, all right, cool. I'll go up there. But as I'm watching the podcast, it saddened me to see that, to read the comments and, and what people say glorifying this stuff. It's like... To be a true gangster is, is, is the man who gets up at 4 o'clock in the morning and handles, put the food on the plate, and does whatever he has to do. Mm-hmm. Anybody can pick up a knife and hit a dude, a cut some dude, or, or you know, shoot. But it takes a real gangster to remove yourself from that lifestyle. And, and get to, up every day. And get up every day and, and raise up your family. And that's the type of impression I'm trying to give him. Mm. You know, I'm a pastor today. I, I love what I do. And I, I, I have an unequivocal, unmovable, and unshakable passion to be a part of this human repair business, man. Because I don't want another youth, black, brown, yellow, red, white, I don't want them to endure what we've endured. And I, and I have a platform, and which is my church. I'm involved in my community. I'm putting that work in by the grace of God. And if, if I would have known what I know today, I would have never been a part of that. And and we don't we didn't come up here, and I believe I can speak on with and my brother is, is in agreement. We didn't come here to glorify that. I didn't take it. I didn't. I don't take that. I mean, thing. I don't regret nothing I've done. Like I said, it's just uh, if I could change certain things, I would definitely change certain things. But at the end of the day, I feel I became a king because I was here for my people, and that's what I was, and that's what I fought for. You know what I'm saying? To stop the oppression and stop the abuse. It wasn't. Listen, I ain't. We ain't. How are we oppressing people? You understand what I'm saying? If I'm oppressing you, I'm robbing you. What am I? How am I oppressing you? What's the word oppression? Did that? But did that bother you a little it, bit? It, it of did bother it, me a lot. It both of a us. lot because it wasn't true. It, that word oppression. You know who oppressed us? Police oppressed us. 
that's who oppressed us all as a whole. Because a lot of, like I said, a lot of people and even... Uh, but then, I, like I said, I saw, like I saw a Killer Cavs interview. You know what I'm saying? We also had mutual people that we were cool with. Like, rest in peace, Mike Beck, Bill Black. So I'm not going to get here and talk bad about him or downgrade him. He put it in, salute. You know what I'm saying? Like, I salute everybody. If you was a real dude... It doesn't matter what side you was on. I'll give you, I'll give you, you your got, props. Because we had a G-code. As long as you respect me, I'm going to respect you. Mm. It's the minute that you try to take something mine or try to... That, that's now is when we cross. What they said, they said their story. You understand what I'm saying? Like I told you, I'm telling you our version. There was no oppression. And, 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 and that's the reason why you guys are here. That answer your yeah, question? It kind of bothered me. It really bothered me when I got yeah, little because, kids and I got yeah, the, you know. the, the young... Yo, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? Because it... It bothered me, bro, because it wasn't that wasn't a fact. Like us oppressing them because of the color of their skin, that that wasn't that wasn't a fact. G Money and I can tell you, you know, that we've been getting reached out of people saying that that's not true. You it looked like it bothered, you know, a lot of kings or Spanish because they felt that we were the underdogs at the time. The imagery was painted that you know you guys were. It's just a lot of feedback that stated that. You know, we weren't there. We're just, we're hearing the stories and we're understanding. Right. Some people tell it differently from others. More mm -hmm. animated. Some people are more serious. Some people are more articulate. It's just different. Right. Thing is, a lot of people, you know, even Bailey, you know, you know, they reached out to us like, man, that's not true for it. You know. I mean, like I said, yeah. Bailey kept his very politically, mm. he kept it, but he wasn't, he was also not being... You know, which I don't blame him. He police, he's not supposed to tell on himself. That's why I'm not here telling you all these war stories. Oh, I did this, I did that. At the end of the day, pictures speak louder than words. I got pictures on Rikers Island with my beads on, with, with my jewelry on, with everything. So it, I don't mm. got to fake the funk for nobody. You go on my IG, you see the pictures. You know what I'm saying? So it, it ain't even about faking the funk. I'm not, not trying that. to front that, oh, I'm gangster. Nobody, not only that, I'll, in addition to, to, to what Kano said, I mean, there's nobody that can point the pink fingers on us and say, yo, that dude did this, that dude Who did that. Nah, nobody. Who I robbed? Nobody. Mm -hmm. Nobody. I, I can guarantee you that. And I was structure. And we was kicking brothers out the whip that was doing that stuff. Hmm. If you was robbing, if you was extorting, if you was doing, you was getting kicked out the V. And it wasn't very nice how you was getting kicked out the V. Because you're oppressing our people. We're trying to stop the oppression. Right. You understand what I'm saying? That was really the purpose of what we were. King, so so let's yeah. switch. I want to switch gears a little bit. Yeah, and, well, hold on. Uh -huh. Before you switch gears, because we have to wrap it up, mm -hmm. I have one more question real quick. Um, King Blood, uh -huh. right? He has sentenced to life, right? He's, 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 he's buried, man. He's, he's, not, he's, he's never, never coming home. Never they don't, coming he can't home. even speak on the phone. He can't I even get it. visits. I heard he has to speak to the Unabomber and somebody else. That's what they said. I don't know if that's well, true. Well, I think his classification got moved around a little bit now, but he didn't have... His sentence was the worst sentence. I think the only other person that got a sentence like his was Jeff Fort out of Chicago. I think that that's the only other person. Not even terrorists was getting those sentences. Not even Gotti was getting that. Yeah, none of the, not even the, 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 the terrorists from the World Trade Center got sentences like no communication with the outside world no phone no visits no mm. packages i mean in a box how but, sane can he be but his but but the reason why uh -huh. they said that they, he was 
I know exactly why. Yeah. Kites and you know, would that that wouldn't be considered a good thing. But all right, so who you let those thing? kites go out? All those murders that happened, let's let's be real. We're gonna talk about that. Exactly. Right? Okay. All those people that got supposedly murdered and all this mm-hmm. stuff that happened. Allegedly. Which they did, allegedly. People that got murdered. You think the government couldn't stop that? All our letters coming out of you can't even seal the envelope coming out of Attica or coming out of all the jail. They monitor all the jails. And the jail was photocopying every letter going out. Mm. That used that on his trial. So if you're photocopying every letter, you don't think it would have been better to save all those people's lives mm. than let those things go down to bury him alive? What's more important here? So they kind of let him hang himself. Oh, and you man. let those innocent people or whoever it was get killed. Your, you mail, your mail is monitored on a daily Everything's basis. Everything's monitored in there. On a daily basis. So they could have stopped it if they wanted to, but they wanted him. The first one that went out, they could have stopped it. Why didn't they stop it? If supposedly he was doing all this. Allegedly, right? He was allegedly doing all these kites. Why y'all ain't stop him? That's a question, right? That's something hmm. to think about now, yeah. I didn't I didn't think I didn't look at it like that. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. They do things to build cases. They'd rather get a case and let other people they could have stopped him from they could have gave him a conspiracy charge. He would have been home. He conspired to send a letter to do this. Okay, he fucked up. Why y'all ain't stop it? Because you wanted those murders, because you wanted a career. A lot of people built their career on his case. Even though, let's say, he did do what he did, you think that's a humane sentence to get a hundred and something years, 40 years in the box with no communication? You might as well put a bullet and shoot me in the head. Mm. You don't think he probably would have wanted that? Or anybody that gets put in a box for 40 years with no phone calls, no visits, no letters? You, you think that's something that you do to a human being? Even though he got a crime. He did a, he committed a crime, okay. You in jail. But you in jail, inside of jail, buried under the jail. That's crazy. Why? Because we were organized. He was organized. His influence, look, I visited brothers in Ecuador. I visited brothers in Spain. Dominican Republic, Chile, Peru, Colombia. His teachings went around the world. This king's in every country, bruh. Every country you could imagine, even in Jamaica, Haiti. That's why they stopped him. He, he was strong. Blood was strong. And he is considered black. You know that, right? You ever seen a picture of him? I saw a picture of him. He's darker than you. Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> Panamanian brother V.I. That they were talking about oh, the other day, the Panamanian brother that was putting in work. That's V.I. He was stabbing people with a pork chop bone. Dark. Hmm. Darker, Darker than blackberry juice, man. <laughs> bro, it's not about color, bro. It's about culture. That's really the best thing. It was a war against culture. I never hmm. looked at it. I never looked at it like that. It wasn't, it wasn't a racial thing. Look at me. I'm white as shit. You confused? You see me in the street? You look, yo, look at the Irish dude. <laughs> or Italian or whatever. I hear that every single day. Then you got this brother. Then you got other brothers outside. You go outside. We come in all shapes and forms, every color. Mm-hmm. Same as the Bloods do now. Bloods, the same thing now. They got white, they got black, they got everything now. 
So it's not a, it wasn't it wasn't about oppression. It really wasn't about oppression. Maybe the words that was used, you know what I'm saying? We was all oppressed by the by the police. You know what I'm saying? We was all oppressed. You know what I mean? Those games, you coming off the visit, they ain't trying to kick it to your girl. All, the, all those, they psychological sh mm. looking at your pictures, reading your mail. Oh, look at this. Look at, oh, damn, you, you used to fuck that? Oh, oh. <laughs> you imagine you imagine that? Telling a man that about his wife or something? You got to understand the psychological games that was being played. Oh, yeah, look, put him in the cell with that dude. Let's see who wins. Come on, bro. But you the police. But you the police. Mm. And then when they don't get what they want, they be like, you think I'm worried about him when I'm facing trial out there, facing life, going right there in court? I'm in my suit. Dead Owl was there. Who else was there with us? Scully was, Scully was there. At one point in the other self, he's sleeping in the bench. I'm sleeping over there. Bro, everybody was going to trial. Everybody was going to trial. Nobody we worried we about that bullshit. Lives, man. We were fighting against the system. That shit would pop off when dudes was on it. When dudes would come in, you doing some bullshit. Yeah, there were certain dudes that come in on some bullshit. Of course. But there were certain dudes, bro. As long as everybody was going by the program, everything was smooth. It's just, we wasn't allowing it, bro. I'm going to be real. We wasn't allowing it, bro. You wasn't robbing none of my peoples. That robbery shit, that sunning shit, that chumping shit, that shit wasn't going down. That's all it was. That's all mm. it was. Was nothing about color. I don't discriminate. I'm not gonna use that terminology, but I ain't gonna, you know, whoever got it, got it. That, that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? You violate, you get the consequences. Wasn't I mean, about we that. Don't, we don't we don't need to prove anything, man. Yeah, yeah. Really we don't, don't need we don't need to, you know, we we it's too late in the game to be I'm almost giving 50 years focus old. explanations. The thorough dudes, the real brothers, man. They know what it was about. They know who's you know? who. So real quick, Pastor, t take us through the process of you becoming a pastor when you first, you know, like, did the whole transformation. It was, it was, it was a very difficult transition because, you know, given the lifestyle that I had, the, the cultural mindset that was there at that time. And I remember there was a chaplain who made a statement on the pulpit one time, and he said, I don't care if you guys go to the box. If you guys go to the box, my paycheck is not worthy of me visiting you. And that did something to me, man. Hmm. Here is a person who's supposed to be in the process of healing, and you got like 300 or 400 broken men, you know, broken men, dealing with all types of, psych uh, you know, life's trauma. So I said, you know, man, I need to, I, I need, that, that some, there has to be a better way. So there was a, a, a time where they was going to kill this Panamanian pastor in Shawan Correctional Facility. Um, they had accused him of molesting a seven or eight year old girl. Mm. And, you know, that's, 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 that's like a cardinal sin. It's unforgivable in, in prison. And the brothers, you know, the brothers from the church, they came and asked me, they said, listen, man, if there's anybody that could help us, is Benny. So they told me the story. I, I, you know, I had my ears to the street and I found out that he had broken up with his girl and his girl was so disgruntled and angry that she forced the baby to accuse him of molesting her. Hey, don't point at me. So later on, when she reached 18 or 19 years old, if, if I remember correctly, she recanted. So when they... 
began talking to me about Christ and the plan of salvation. And the, the way that they, they broke it down, connected it to the social injustice issues, social justice issues that was occurring. I said, man. And I just, it, it awakened something in me. I became hungry, man. I became like a sponge and I began to absorb everything. And I said, you know, all this time, you know, here I am thinking that I got to do this when this is my real purpose, man. Mm. And um, I couldn't fight against God. You fight against God, you're going to lose every time. And I surrendered my heart to Christ, man, and uh, I never turned back. I mean, the walk is not easy. Uh, oftentimes, it's, it's lone, it gets lonely because you have very few friends, and you know. But if God gave me the opportunity to, gave me the second chance, I was supposed to die in prison, man. Mm. I was, I was dead, and here I am alive. I mean, I owe everything to God and owe everything to His people, and here I am giving back to the community, man. I have. You said you weren't looking for me the other day in my, in my church. You would have came. You would have. I would have fed you. That's what well, I do. You gotta invite G Money because G Money be doing that. So you gotta invite him. Um, yeah. our, our church uh -huh. is definitely open for you guys and for you know. I, I want to say. Come through. I want to say that um, you know, it was a beautiful thing. You know, I, yeah, I, I went in front of there and then, you know, the sign that I read. There was a sign on the door facing the church to the left. Mm -hmm. Saying that you guys feed families on the weekends or something. Yeah, we on. Um, I thought that 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 Tuesdays. That was, dope. that was dope. Tuesdays we feed at least. We have the privilege of feeding at least nine hundred families. Oh, That's wow. on a Tuesday alone. Oh gosh. Uh, we have a program that we offer free breakfast, free lunch for uh, children under eighteen years old. Um, for those who are not able or have the luxury of affording that. I also work with the mental health, substance abuse, and reentry population. I help them reintegrate back into society, um, and and just do my part, man. I mean, I, I I didn't spend twenty damn years inside that human warehouse. That's that's my sign. Yeah, <laughs> I took a picture. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> hey, look on the fourteenth. Yeah, I man. took a picture. I mean, you know, for me to come home and just warm up a bench, there's a lot of work to do, man, and yeah. that's why. I agreed to come on this program. You guys have a platform, and we need to start changing the, the, the mindset. You know, it's not all about, you know, glorifying this, man. We got work right. to do because we got people that are investing we in our failures, and it's time for us to invest in our success, man. Now, of course. So I have a question for you. Like, how supportive are, are, are your kings of, of, of your career choice, you know, from, from beginning to now? Like, They've always been supportive. I love the brothers, man. I'm always... Mm. I'm always going to be a king, yeah, He, he mm -hmm. uplifted himself to do something better. So how can I judge, you know what I'm saying, right. him for trying to better himself and help other people? You know what they I mean? They respect that. You that know? That's I, the main cool. thing that we allow. You allow to do that. You know what I'm saying? If right. you choose God, it's like, that's the almighty. What you going to do? You know, that's now, how do some of the people that come to the church view you? Like, I mean, I'm sure you've got a good following. They come out, you, you feed the community. Oh, the community but loves like, me, man. Has anybody given you any, any backlash of you being a part of a gang and, and you still... You're always going to have people that always... What is sad about humanity is they never remember the good things. They always remember the bad. <laughs> mm. You can do a thousand good things and one mistake, they will always hold that mistake against you. That's why I thank God that my sins were forgiven. Mm. You know, because... You have people who become spiritual scuba divers. The Bible says that God throws our sins into the sea of forgetfulness, never to remember them again. But you have individuals who become spiritual scuba divers, blow on the bottom of the sea to Can dig up your sin and throw it in your face. So, I mean, 
You got to respect oh, the oh, individual. He got to get it, man. He got huh? the word, bro. He got the word, bro. He cool, man. He, 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 he going to have us all going to church. Cool, man. Oh, my God. He's, I don't know how he does it. Yeah. Got, I ain't going to lie. I went there and, and I looked and I'm telling you, I was, you know, you know. How did you find out that I, I yo, man, I, I uh. <laughs> this guy, this slick guy. I tell you, a lot of, a lot of people been, you know, uh, been reaching out. You got to interview some kings and then uh, I Googled it. And then when I Googled something, the article came up where you was in a documentary about Rikers. Yes. And then I'm, went, in the, I'm, I'm part of the movement of closing Rikers right now. That's, yeah. that's what we do. And it went mm. so fast. So I paused it. I have a picture of you. In the, in the I was much, fatter back then. Bigger. Yeah, yeah, you were bigger. <laughs> and, and he was in his work clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah was, my clergy <laughs> collar. And, and then I put, it on, I put it on Instagram and I said, if anybody know this man, um, please, uh, you know, Tell him uh, Queen Flip wants to speak to him. So that was no luck. And then um, I, I, I paused it, got your name, Googled it. Then I saw a whole bunch of stuff come up. And then I said, let me go down to the church. And I went down there and I, I went on a day. They said you were on the sign. I said that you'd be there the next day mm-hmm. at 630. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was dead and I was reading the sign. I was impressed. I mean, you know, somebody stopped and spoke to me and said that they were they knew who you were. And, and then, um, you know, that's how I did it. And then... Got a call from my brother Poe, a great, great brother, knew him for years, and I told him, and I spoke to this wonderful man right here, Kano, and then I said, yo, there's a guy, man, and, you know, I told Poe first, I said, there's a pastor, man, it, you know, I heard about him, and and then he called me, but yeah, the pastor's the real deal, we could get him, and then it happened, you know, yeah, but I man. went down, I did the footstep, man, because the people were requesting it, it's the people, yeah. you know, the, the people was just saying that, you know, we want to... We want to hear their side of the story. You know what I mean? What's good? What they really well, I'm glad that people. you guys afforded yeah. us the opportunity, and it's my fervent hope and prayer that um, that we have spoken and represented adequately. Oh. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I mean, you know, you cool too, man. You're cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'll still cause no more. I'll fix them now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah. What do you What do you do today? As well? I'm a manager in a body shop. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. that's what I do. We work on cars. We fix them. We do all that. Bring your Lambo there. I know you got one in the stash. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going my car over there. Yeah. Talk to Poe. Come over there, man. Talk to Poe. I definitely, I definitely want to, you know, I want to come to the church, man, one day, yeah. man. You no, know, I, I, for real, sit in, man. If you, you guys are, are welcome. Um, definitely would love to have you guys. I'm sweating. Is it in English? It's in English. Don't let the name... Emmanuel for Spanish, United Methodist Food. <laughs> I have the privilege of preaching in, in both languages, but I my most uh, the the services mostly are preached in English, unless there's a person there that doesn't understand. So I have the ability of switching back and forth. I interpret myself, oh, wow. and but strictly English. But it's more about it's more about the services. Um, we would like for you guys. I quarterly extend extend the invitation so you guys will see what we are about. We we're, we're oh, the real cool. deal, man. No, I'm I'm, I'm, with, I'm with, yeah, yeah. Ultra I'm real. Real. I, I, I would I would yeah. I mean, there's a couple of fake dudes that try to use things. So yeah. He's definitely not one of them. Mm. And that's the reason why I'm sitting here. Oh, I appreciate it. Definitely, that, definitely. And you, man, I'm coming to the body shop, man. You know, time, you know, you know. We there. Is there anything? That, that, oh, the socks. Oh, how many seconds is it? Okay. Is there anything that you guys have to say that we missed out? Jr., come here for a minute. 
Probably is so much we got to say, but, you know, yeah, there's only a limited we, time. We, yeah. we touched up on basically, we, we said, we basically... My whole point was that the oppression thing. That's really what yeah. I came up here for. Yeah. We ain't come up here to talk about real war stories or nah, glorified we don't no war for tickets or nothing like that, man. There ain't none yeah. of those fake stories, you know. We just here to just... That's it. Set the record straight. That's it. Okay, um... But hold on. I want you guys to sign out properly on this good. We how long days? Two hundred two, two hours two. and seventeen. Yeah. Damn, we went long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's about average time for our, for our shows though. Episodes really? Are usually about okay, like good. Between an hour and a half, two hours, uh, something like that. Yeah, but this 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 is push, this is pushing it, man. It's pushing it. This is I mean this I, I was tuned in all the way. I was tuned in all the way. I need you to change the card on this camera, please. Come on, come on, come on. I, the card is right here on the table, JR. I was tuned in all the way. I think that um, that you know it's, it's captivating and um, amazing, man. Nah, the, the the message is clear, man. I I definitely understand the the whole meaning behind the Latin Kings and and and, and their their perspective of it. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, you, you guys even from the story before you started with the gang stuff. You know, you guys seem like stand up guys. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you were. Get a little crazy, but that—that's just you know, you're just young, you know what I mean? So that's cool. But you, you, were, you know, sports and everything like that. So you know, you guys were in in in, in jail, you know, holding each other down. You know that's what I'm saying? Basically, it, was, it wasn't like a you guys went there and kind of was trying to spark stuff up. It was kind of like you got to try to hold each other down, make sure. That's all. That was our intention. You know, man. That, that's there's another it. card. There's a couple of cards. That card isn't working. So you know. That's the message I got from from today's mm-hmm. interview. You know that's what really what so, it was all about. It was like you know we got tired of the abuse. Yeah. And that's really what it was. I, I just I just don't like that. I don't like bullies. I'm gonna be real. I yeah, just yeah. don't like bullies. That's the best word to put it. I don't like bullies, and that that's really what we was about. Like you know, we would help the little guy. They didn't make him a king. Mm. Half the dudes that we defended weren't kings. They didn't have they, they, they didn't have, have materials to be. to be kings. Right, but we was there. But we was there. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's what we was there for. You know, it, they saying a bunch of dudes. A lot of dudes just jumped into certain things or, or got involved with things, and they wasn't even kings. Mm. It just labeled it. They thought automatically because oh he's Spanish, he's this, he's that. Thank it wasn't you. even about that. You know what I'm saying? It, it really wasn't, bro. Like like I told you, I had a lot of best friends that were black when I was growing up. It it, it, it wasn't about that. You know what I'm saying? Right, it right. really wasn't about that. Did it get to a point where some people did? I'm not gonna lie on both sides. It did turn racial. Of course it did. You know what I'm saying? Of course it did. But that's like people throwing seeds into the shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This guy brought his anger from whatever beef he had before. This one brought his anger from the, And it's just like, just like we got the president right now, spewing all the hate that he got. Mm. You understand know what, what I'm saying? And he tries to clean it up. No, uh, I didn't do that. Just like Bailey did. You know what I'm mm. saying? Straight up and down. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. I ain't going to knock him. I ain't going to knock him. I ain't going to keep beating him down either. No, I but, mean, a lot, but a lot of people have said, I, I don't know where, you know, that's, I, I, we weren't there. You yeah. know, but I see like a lot of people are questioning or do not like what, what Bailey said. Because he, he sugarcoated a lot of the things. That's what it was. Like, he tried to make himself like, oh, I was fair, I was this. Bro, you talked greasy to a lot of people. And we couldn't do nothing because we was getting beat there. Come on, bro. Come on. That's why I said I, I saw certain things that were Mel Cross and I agree with him. And I'm on a different side of the, 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 the fence. And I'm agreeing 100% with someone that's on the opposing side is saying. You know what I'm saying? You got to understand, like, they was mentally and physically abusing people. They have a bad day at home. Who they taking that out on? You think they taking it on their wife? No, they got to they work like 60, 70 hours. So they, who yeah. they going to take it on? They're not, not home with us. 
They're not home with her. Mm -hmm. So who they who they taking out that abuse on us? You know what I'm saying? Or, oh, he didn't. She ain't cook. Or they ain't get this. Or they ain't get that. Where they coming to bring their drama? To work. Hmm. Where do most people take their drama? To work. Or from work. You know what I'm saying? But now the difference is you could play, you could play and do what you want to do. Cause in there you could act like you so tough. But when you walk in the half these CEOs, you know half them there was chumps. That's true. Half of them's chumps in the street. Or there was they grew up in a suburb somewhere, or they grew up somewhere else, so now they come here and they don't know the culture, they don't know, they don't understand, so now they think they're gonna get physical. They would have never survived what we'd endured. Never. How many CEOs got blasted in the face in the fall building? Mm. HDM, when when um King Black hit the CEO in the face with the mm -hmm. 45 pound weight mm -hmm. for popping his beads. Well, bro, shit was on and popping. Shit was on and popping, bro. Our beefs was more with the police. But the abuse, if you, I don't care if you was black and you was getting beat up by the police, we was We was there. We, for we you. was there. We don't hold you down. So that's why that that whole thing, I, I just I'm lost, bro. Like I'm really lost how it turned into a racial the racial riots of the of the jails. Like <laughs> I don't know, bro. I mean maybe that's the experience they experienced because they was going to C ninety five. I'm not saying that their story's not true. I'm not. That's their story. Once again, I'm not going to be. And we came and told ours. Is there anything? <laughs> any last words? Uh, no, bro. Nah, you we're know, good. We, we, we said it. Salute, enough. you know. Shout out to guys, all the bros. That's how it. You, how do you guys personally feel about this interview? I mean, we wow. said we didn't We didn't tell a lie. We didn't. We said I mean, it honestly, like it I can't keep it the way I did yeah. it just to say to Nobody was oppressing nobody. That's really what I came up here to say. I really ain't come up here to beat you to honesty. How about how we conducted it? And, and, I think you guys are very guys, professional. You guys did it. I think you was very fair with the questions. Okay. I think you was definitely very fair. I did. I do think at the platform that you do have, you did play a fair obsession of what was going on. You gave us the same platform that you gave them. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I, I do feel that it was a fair, definitely fair. The questions I, was fair. I, I actually did. think you took it a little bit light, lighter on us than you did on them. <laughs> <laughs> but well, you know, you know what but that was, we was on a different vibe yeah, and, and it was a different thing because it's different. just a different, it's a different vibe, you know? There was one mindset, we on a different thing. This is what we about, you know? We about building. My thing is about teaching, building, and understanding each other. Mm -hmm. And that's really what we're about. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's about respect. You a man, mm -hmm. I'm a man. Would you ever be interested in uh, um, teaching, like giving a, a class on body work, if you understand? Like, I, I don't know how long it takes, but just showing. Say it's some, too long, bro. Huh? <laughs> it takes no, too long. Say like kid, an apprenticeship I, program? Yeah, apprenticeship. Yeah. I took, I, we actually took a couple of apprentices and the process is so long that heard, they they it, don't like i'm gonna be real i took it in wyoming when i was in jail and and i, I ain't catch on to it and they're like that it's more of a hands-on thing and it's a thing that takes time you know they got to start from the bottom polishing the cars sanding the cars prepping them. a lot of people don't want to start from the cleaning and all that they want to just jump into it but yeah. people don't understand the last thing that the customer sees is the car being clean so if you don't know how to clean a car Mm. You just fucked up the paint. You fucked up everything that we did that came out beautiful just for leaving a couple of water stains or a couple of compound marks. Customer got a sour face just for that. They forgot now how the car looked before it came there. They forget how the paint looked, mm. how everything looked. 
because of a little bit of compound in the doors or he didn't vacuum the car right or didn't wipe the dust off right. So the most important part is the first part that you're supposed to learn and people don't want to do that. That's the problem. He cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. What's the first thing you're going to look at when you come? Yo, he left, he left all this soap here. He left all this. Come on, man. You're right. You're right. You know what I mean? Well, listen, we definitely appreciate, oh, appreciate you, you guys man. coming up, man. I, I Thank you for having us, bro. I, I learned a lot, man. It's not, yes. you know, we're not, I learned a lot, man. I see, I'm looking at G's notes, man, and, 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 and it's amazing, man, how you just take things down and stuff like that. I try to cheat, yeah. I try to get some, some pointers from you, man, because you might think he took, he took the short class like the yeah. court reporter. <laughs> nah, he, he had a lot of, it, it was dope, man. I think that you know I learned a lot today, man. I, I, and I definitely appreciate definitely. you guys coming up here and telling your side because that was what's important. We here to give everybody a. a I mean, shape. the only way to find out is you get a couple of neutral guys that was up there. There was a lot of neutral dudes that was up there, you know, um, both colors that were neutral. Mm. That's how you're going to hear the real story. They that, what we said today. Yeah, that's how you're going to get the, doing, the story. We, we, we you know, and there, I like the what y'all doing. And then we, we'll go Listen, I don't knock them. Is, like I said, know. I don't knock them. That's their version of events. This is our version of a events. A lot of people, you know, they, they and some people do get offended that, well, see some videos, of, you know, we giving people a platform. But it's about hearing mm. the story. If I could change, you know, I was in Jamaica. and um, How is Scully, by the way? I spoke to him. He's good. He's good. Scully is good. I spoke to him on the phone, and uh, his whole, you know, from what you hear. You guys still him, recording, or this is done? No, no, we're still we're, we're still recording. All right. Yeah, but you know, give I, a shout I, out to Scully, man. Okay. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, it, it, we, we 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 talked about some things in his whole vision. Now his vision now is different from, you know, he told me this on the phone. You know that his vision is different from how he was. He's not on that type of time, man. You know, he did a lot of things. He's about the people. We grew up, man. Yeah. We he's grew about up, uplifting man. the people. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to glorify anything, and he's about uplifting the people, and all the stuff, he, to prevent them from going through. That's what he told me on the phone, man. To prevent them from going through what he went through. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and I thought that was dope, him saying that, and, you know, and, and it's just I learned a lot, man. You know, learning and hearing, and, you know, like I said, I was in Jamaica, and the lady asked me the same thing. You know, what do you, what's the point of this? You know, I see you getting a lot of views, but what is the point? You know, what's the message you're trying to put out there? Scully asked me the same thing. And initially, you don't know how to answer that question because mm. I'm not in this position. I'm not a part of a gang. I'm just, a, you know, hearing the story. But basically, everybody's saying that your platform is big enough to help make change, to bring awareness to how the people are being treated in the is, system. Man. To bring, this you is know, a powerful tool, man. Yeah. And, 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 and it's like, but we you got to understand, everything comes from the older, from the OGs. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like, look, I got relationships with Hocus Four Fifth from mm -hmm. Sex, Money, Murder. That's my brother. You know what I mean? Rock Red. I got different relationships with different blood. You want you want me to tell you a story? You know whose car I had when he got killed? That detectives came and got the car from us? S.I.'s car, which is a Honda. That's mm -hmm. a fact. Mm -hmm. We had his car when that shit happened. You know what I'm saying? So mm. there was different relationships with different people. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Shout out to Drum from Long Island. Different, different people that we was dealing with. They're all homies. You understand what I'm saying? And we deal with them in everyday life. We still deal with them. Everyday life. You understand what I'm saying? So it's not about what side you I was going to bring a big homie today. Yeah, he was going to bring somebody, but I told him he already got, they already got their platform. <laughs> this is for That's us. That's my brother. That's my brother. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you could talk to Flip about bringing him from a different point of view. I mean, 
you know. But that's, y'all could talk off camera of that if you want. But like I said, bro, there's a lot of people that we deal with in the music industry, especially Poe. Poe deals with, you know, oh, shooter, man. all type of different oh, people. Man. Come on, Shout bro. Poe, so it's, oh. it, this, this is what I'm trying to tell wow. you. Like, it's a different type of time. You understand that people make it out to be, oh, it's this, it's that. It's not even about that, bro. It's not about that. Imagine we was all unified as one fighting the oppression. You understand what I'm saying? Like we were mm. supposed to under the five. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's mm. different because there's a lot of people that got their own objectives and they got their own agendas. And that's the biggest problem. You got agendas. People that have their agendas and one person can lead the whole flock in the wrong direction. And that's the reality of it. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. So, you know. And and, and like I was, and, and that's what I was saying. You know, the lady told me as far as, like, you know, we have a platform that could, you know, and that's what I think it turned into as well. You had to sit down and really analyze and think about it. Of course, you know, I don't consider myself. I'm not a journalist. I'm just a person that um, our interviews are different from others. You know, yeah. how we talk to the people, how we vibe, and, you know, the, you know, let the me, connection. Let, let, me, let me state something that today um, you guys have been inducted into my Hall of Fame, man. You guys gave us an opportunity to speak. You guys are my heroes, man. Oh, man, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so, coming from the past. Where's the, where's the class? Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, man, what's up with you, man? Come on, don't make people stop that, man. <laughs> Try to get a Yo, sentimental, be man. Be careful. He's about to make your honorary members. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, um, man, and, 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 and I'm just happy that you guys came up here and then, you know, um, it turned into something else. Yeah. Listen, if we could save one kid from going down the path that we all went down, yeah. our job is done. It's worth it. You understand what I'm it. saying? It's worth it. I don't want my son, my two sons, to go down that path. That's why I'm so I don't strict want my with nephew him. To go down my that daughter path. is a different, different. She college. She doing. My son, he halfway, you know, mm. but he's a good kid. You know what I mean? That's why I ain't come here to glorify that because of my kids. You know what I mean? Respect. And and I'm trying to be a different look. I ain't been in jail. There ain't no wood around here since '97, but you know what I mean. Mm. It's a long time, so I've been doing something right to, you know what I mean. And I'm still. Not 100% active, but I do go to functions at least a couple of times a year to see some of the, the people, you know what I'm saying? And I respect all the young brothers, and, you know, that's all it's about. It's about unity, you know what I mean? That's all I'm about is getting my brothers together and, and chilling with them, you know, and spreading love. I'm not with all that, you know, that unnecessary... Uh, if it happens, it happens. Like I said, they disrespect the G-code is different, but well, we, ain't, we ain't on that type of time, you know what I mean? It's all about love, you know what I mean? Unifying the brothers, that's it. You know what I mean? I, and I'm not just saying brothers as far as my brothers. I'm saying in general, I'm not with that. Unless you, you know, that's wow, it. You know? We older. I'm about to be 50. What I'm going to do? I'm going to keep following things. and <laughs> uh, Come on. It gets to a point that, you know. This guy's a cool guy, man. I like this guy a lot, man. <laughs> so... You know, just look at your shirt, man. You know, the colors. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He, he repping yeah, today. He repping. He repping. You know, I, I just. Yeah, I was going to do that, and I said that was just too for the much. Occasion, was that intentional? Yeah, of course it was. I don't like that. <laughs> 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 oh, I told you we're going to make y'all honorary members. Yo, listen, I, I want to thank you. You got both. some Caribbean roots, right? Yes, I do. Oh, see? Yeah. See? Yeah. See? All right. All right. Get the room ready. I, I, I just, I just want to really thank you both for coming up here and telling the thank story. Thank you for having us, brother. You know what I mean? I thank think you, it's man. amazing, man. And, and, and you know, and. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. good. That's, that's, that's good. good. He signed us out, G? I, I don't even sign us out, you know. Sign us out, man. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs>
<laughs> this is the smoothest one I've seen. Usually, you hyped up. Where can they? Where can they find you at, Pastor? If they want to speak to you, to come to the church. Can you give us? I'm um, literally across the street from Barclay Center. Yes, I'm in Park Slope. Um, our address is 424 Dean Street, Brooklyn, New York, mm-hmm. 11217. Um, you got the big, huge red church. You can't miss it. Literally across the street from Barclay Center. You I get saw. to Atlantic Terminal. Get off right across the street. I'm there Sunday mornings, 10 a.m. And it's open to everyone. It's open to everyone, you know. And come hungry, man. I'm going to feed you. Mm. That's dope. Yeah, he happy about that one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, listen, man. Yeah. Yo, and, 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 and where's the shop at? Are you, what's the name of the shop? And, you know, where- That's all we about, bro. Just, that's so, it. That's what's up. It is Queen's Flip, man. Classic episode. Yes. Ah. Uh, <laughs> you feel good? I feel good, man. This is I good. Feel this good, is good. Man. It's good. How you like it? It's I'm, good. You cool? Yeah, bro. You all right. Get out of here, man. If you sign out, you're going to sign out, man, because you, you, know, you got something to say. I got nothing to say. I'm I good. definitely want to shout out our sponsors, Maestro's Classic, man. Got the Maestro's. Uh, Maestro's, you know, they have been sponsoring us for about two years, and... uh you know, make sure you get your uh, your beard wash and your your beard recovery at Target, CVS, and you know, with the WWE, which is dope. You know, I just wanna people always have something to say, but I gotta acknowledge these things, man. It's it's mm-hmm. amazing that you know people, uh, regardless of what the you know people always find negative reasons or annotations to say they they're sponsoring y'all because of this. I don't look into things like that. I take things for face value. Mm. At the moment, and then when I look, if I see anything deeper, then I'll be able to. I, everybody's innocent till proven guilty in my eyes, and that's just how it is. That's how I feel about it. You know, shout out to Maestro. I definitely want to say that man for taking care of us, for holding us down, for Facts. for you know, sponsoring us, a real sponsor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. Remember, lock your doors, <laughs> close your windows, close your blinds, and if you see. The pastor and Kano on your lawn. You don't need a firearm. Nope. Well, with Kano, you may need to hold a knife, but you don't need to let the pastor in. Let Kano in. Put Kano in the living room. Put the pastor in the kitchen. And then bring it together. I'm from Queens. <laughs>